Today on Gamer Red Radio, round two. Need you get in my pocket, Morty? Pikachu! Morty? Oh, shit. Gamer Red Radio starts now. Here, here, I'll do Goat Central. Hello? Um, I'm Goat. Just Goat. No, no, you're skipping a few things. Um, <laughs> no. When he when he starts the show, it's always all right. Um, so it's time we're gonna to do this thing. Let's start uh, the show now. Do, do this, this is this is the intro of the show. show. I'm gonna I'm, talk. Oh, I'm that's goat. right. Words yeah. here. Yeah. Words here. Oh, oh yeah. I'm goat. Yeah, I'm I'm goat. <laughs> I I'm wearing pants. <laughs> if we're lucky. <laughs> Sorry, we hijacked your intro. Proceed, sir. Well, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> Probably want me to do a proper you might as well just water. take it from here. I don't really care. So you want me to do a proper water? We're no. just gonna good. That's it's, great. It's up to you, really. Right, that's great because I'm glad that that's that just we happened. took the pressure off of him this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if if you're happy with our performance, then we can keep it. If you're not, if you're happy you and you know it, well, we're your like moves. thirty minutes. <laughs> we're like thirty minutes. Wow, we're thirty seconds into this intro, so let's just run with it. Uh, okay. This is Gamerhead Radio. Um, I, I I enjoy the. Uh, the parody, the ridicule, and, <laughs> uh, the parody, and the uh, the perception of my very shitty and lackluster intros. Um, I guess we should start it properly. Uh, I am goat. Apparently, not very good at this. I don't know what you mean. I think you're phenomenal. If you were an ice cream, you would be Rocky Road. <laughs> I see what you did there. Mm, I think I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure by that uh, that review, I'd be an ice cream shit sandwich. <laughs> that sounds awful. And I am Charlie Technotronicorn Worthley. Candy Mountain Charlie. And I am shit sandwich. <laughs> That's I'm, I'm, true. I am uh, Fallon Flynn, aka Jonathan Santiago. Morbius the villains, come on! Or the other way around. Usually, I think. Either way, they're interchangeable. Mm, uh, so this is uh, this is round two fight uh, after last week's unforeseen and terrible anomaly. Technology, Con! <laughs> yes, that exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, I would like to uh, just put it out there. It was a no fault of Charlie's. He's a master of his craft. No, this it was a rig freak just freak accident. Yeah, this rig just gave us the middle finger. And was like, not today, Scotty. Not today. And he, <laughs> we watched in desperation as he tried to check and see if there was something. And then, like the moment he realized it was over. He threw his headphones. He launched them, not violently, <laughs> just enough to, it was, it to was, it was express some, his frustration. It was definitely some white flag canning. You guys yeah. saw that, huh? Yeah, that's good. It's okay. <clears throat> it's not my. It's not my proudest yeah. moment. But uh, yeah, it's um, you know, it's uh, 150 episodes. Yeah, this is this is episode 150, oh and God. um, th- that is the first time anything like that has ever happened. Um, Thankfully, and, it was at 149. Nobody cares about that one. I can <laughs> yeah. officially say I have now participated in a third of this sh- show's history. That's true. Yes. That is true. Same here. Yeah. Thank you, Tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I have you both outranked at this yeah, point. Yeah, you've only I, missed one show. And well, was... but I mean, like you had what, like thirty or forty episodes on top, you know, before I joined. Yeah. And so now at this point, I've probably, I've probably lapsed you in the number of total yeah. shows that we've done. I've only missed eighteen shows with two tours. Oh, maybe not then. Maybe not. It seems like yeah. a, forever, but thankfully yeah. we only do this once a week, so. Nine yeah. weeks. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, um, speak, speaking of items and coming out, 
What do you got, Charlie? So on Tuesday, January 19th, five-star wrestling re-genesis on the PS4, a boy in his blob on the PS4 and the Xbox One, and in honor of, I mentioned it last week, of MCLRs, I'm wearing my MCLRs t-shirt uh, currently. <laughs> oh, shit. My, uh, my, 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 my dragon blood, my dragon blood, dragon blood, dragon blood t-shirt. Um, <laughs> And uh, yes, because appropriate shirt is appropriate. Yes. Um, Atlier, Esha, and Loggy Plus, Alchemists of the Dusk Sky. For guess the system? Vita. Mm. You are correct. Oh, I was just Such nonsense. <laughs> um, Attractio on the PS4. Baseball Riot on the PS4 and the Vita, uh, Vita as a cross buy. Um, uh, Croxlier Sigma. I think I'm saying that right. C R O I X, which I. Croy. I, I, it could be Croy. Croylier? Croyley or Sigma? It might be. Is it C-R-O-I-X-L-I-E-R? L-E-U-R. Uh, that would be Croylier. Croylier yeah. Sigma. That, that is French as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> On the PS4. That's, that's actually the translation for it. Yeah. Hmm. Now I'm interested. Uh, the Deadly Tower of Monsters. <laughs> simple title. Wow. On the PS4 and PC. Uh, Inside My Radio. On the PS4. I, I'm what? not going to lie to you. I secretly was hoping that you were going to say inside my ass. Because it just in my mind, that's where it was going. Inside my... And I was just like, say it! Oh. Oh. I'm sorry to disappoint. At least there's um, not a colon in that one. True. Um, <sighs> Klaus on the PS4. What is with the French titles? That Actually, is German. Yeah, K-L-A-U-S. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Oddworld, new and tasty on the Vita as a three, which I guess is actually a three-way cross buy. So on the PS3 and the PS4, uh, Dark Cloud Two is getting a is a, the PS2 classic is getting a re-release on the PS4. A lot of people really love that game, so I imagine there's going to be a few people interested mm-hmm, in that. Mm-hmm. Red game without a great name is the <laughs> name of this game. Um, well, at least they didn't bury the lead, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> on the PS4. Uh, Resident Evil Zero on the PS3, the PS4, the Xbox 360, Xbox One, and the PC. Resident Evil Origins Collections on the PS4. Stardust Vanguards on the PS4. Tachyon Project on the PS4. Life is Strange is getting a PS4 and Xbox One retail release. And that's mm-hmm. all on Tuesday, January 19th. On Wednesday, January 20th, Homeworld De- uh, Deserts of Karak is getting a release on the PC. Now, does this have anything to do with the classic Homeworld game? Like the space um, RTS? I, I believe that it does, actually. That's awesome. Yeah. I yeah. loved that game. Yeah. I, knew, I had no idea this was coming out. So if that's what that is, I'm excited. I might actually play a game on PC. Uh, Boy, And that's on Wednesday, January 20th. Thursday, January 21st, A Boy and His Blob is getting its release on the Vita. And uh, that's it for this week. Coming soon on Tuesday, January 26th, Final Fantasy Explorers is coming on the 3DS. Uh, Goat's very excited. Mar- uh, Lego Marvel's Avengers is getting a release on everything. Uh, Nitro Plus Blasters Heroines Infinite Duel. Uh, emphasis on the Z and Blasters uh, on the PS4. Saturday Morning RPG on the PS4 and the Vita. I really hope that that is like an RPG with Saturday Morning Cartoons. Uh, I, I don't think... it's think... not, it's a missed opportunity. Yes. And uh, The Witness on the PS4 and the PC. And then Rise of the Tomb Raider is getting its PC release on January 28th. Still leaving the PS4 folks starving. <laughs> Looks like I, I think I've, I've currently it is up for pre-order on Amazon with a tentative date of this coming holiday season, which would give it a year exclusivity on mm. Windows and Xbox platforms. So I could see that. Yeah. that. That sounds about right. That I could see Microsoft buying a year of exclusive Tomb Raider rights. Fair enough. I mean, realistically, that that year is not going to go on. on unused on the PlayStation 4 though you know they're going to use it to fine tune and clean up and oh, yeah. you know I'm actually I'm 
PlayStation 4 folks might end up in the end getting the definitive version of that game for mm. waiting for so long. That's true. Yeah. You know, that was bugs, you know, maybe hmm. some more lighting, some more optimization. Yeah. Is there um um I haven't looked into this at all. Is there like DLC like uh, like like a season pass and all they've that? They've mentioned for... DLC coming for Okay. Them, Is there a season pass? That I haven't put out? looked for a season pass okay. cuz I'm just like I don't I don't buy them. You know, okay. I, I wait until they're significantly discounted and then, sure. you know, I I'm just, them, but... I would just, it would be interesting if the trade-off of the, uh, the Xbox one exclusivity for a year is that when the PS4 gets its release, it's the definitive edition with all the DLC included. Ooh, that would be cool. That would be, a, that would be kind of a slight Certainly backwards a, a, middle finger to Xbox. Apology. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, it would definitely take some of the, the, some of the gusto out of that exclusivity, but yeah. Are you guys looking forward to anything on this list? Um, most of it, a lot of it, I've played stuff that, that I've played that, that on the PC or other platforms. So not not anything terribly that that stands out to me. Go. No. No. <laughs> I haven't heard of half of that. Yeah, I'm currently looking up to see if that Homeworld game is what we think it is. There um, was a Homeworld game recently, so I think that might be either an expansion or a sequel. Mm, yes, this Perhaps. appears to not be a space RTS. So, <laughs> boo, swing and a miss. Actually, a looks, yeah, it looks it looks like actually there's like a lot of like planetary stuff, like tanks and I don't know whatever. Not what I wanted, so I don't care. Yeah, um, yeah. Anywho, so that's uh, that that's releases for the coming week. And before we get any further, we just re- like to re remind folks right at the top of the show that uh, this episode of Gamerhead Radio is brought to you by Anime Apocalypse, uh, an anime and uh, general geekdom uh, uh, co- convention happening at the Hyatt Schaumburg on uh, in uh, one week from today as we record on um, January 22nd through 24th. Um, uh, Gamerhead Radio is going to be there as well as Vias for Villains and John there has been some developments and Vias for Villains is a there attendance has. at that con correct? If if anybody who listens to the show that happens to be local or who has the time and or scratch to make the trek down for Anime Apocalypse uh, this is the one to do it if you're a Villains or Gamerhead fan because Vias for Villains was going to perform Friday night um, we are still going to do that Gamerhead Radio is going to be from 9 to 10 o'clock on Saturday but these villains has added a second show on Saturday before Gamerhead Radio goes on. So I'm doing show Friday, show Saturday, and then we are recording Gamerhead Radio's next episode, episode 151, live um, at this event, which is awesome, man. It's going to be a weekend full of, like, get up and go, man. Get the damn thing done for me. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. And we haven't done a live show in a while, the, mm-hmm. the three of us, so it's just it's good to knock the, the, the rust off. Yep. And um, we have we have been told we again we don't know who yet but one of their guests between uh, Chuck Huber, Chris Sabat, and Erica Mendez who uh, have all done extensive amounts of uh, of anime and uh, video game voice acting at least one of them will be joining us for the episode so we'll get to chat with them about what it's like to do um, you know to do voiceover work for video games we haven't gotten to have that conversation with somebody yet so that'll be interesting. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, so 9 p.m. on Saturday evening on the 23rd. Um, in the, uh, I, last week we had said the maze room that has been changed now to the Sienna room. Um, so I believe basically just right next door, <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, we will be recording live. Um, and so the con is, um, 
if uh, if you pay in advance, it's thirty dollars. Um, if you pay ahead of time, if you pay at the door for the weekend, it's thirty five dollars for the weekend. Which, as far as a con weekend badge go, is actually on the cheaper side of things. Yeah, it is. A lot of the other cons have gotten to be very expensive, like fifty. Yep. Yeah, if not more. Um, or you can pay thirty dollars for a door pass uh, for, for for a day pass just for Saturday yeah. if you choose to do so. But if you buy in advance um, on the uh, on the animeapocalypse.org uh, website. Um, if you use code Roadshow with zeros instead of O's, so R zero A D S H zero W, you can get five bucks off your order. So your weekend badge could only be twenty five dollars, which is pretty freaking fantastic. Um, I don't know when uh, sales, uh, when when pre sales cut off, so um, definitely do that ASAP um, if you're interested in in, uh, in joining us. But yeah, it's gonna be a great time. Um, and uh, yeah, there's going to be other events like an anime bar from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m., which will be, um, you know, so after the record, after we record our episode, that probably will be where we will end up. <laughs> that is likely so. Yep. Um, uh, Maid Cafe, cosplay, foam fighting, and of course, all the other normal um, panels and events and things that you find at these kind of conventions. So yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a great weekend. Like, you know, if you are a, con- like, uh, you know, like you, like you guys, like my co-host said, if you are a fan of both Vs for Villains and Gamerhead Radio, this is this is like this is your convention. This yeah. is where you need to be. <laughs> 20, this is a twenty-five dollar no-brainer. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. To put it into perspective, um, a Vs for Villains show usually is usually like ten bucks on its own. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, and then Gamerhead Radio, we we we've been fortunate enough to be able to offer our show to you as part of admission for things or for free. So that's been good, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you're getting you're gonna get a shitload of entertainment out of your weekend, not just between us, but whatever else is at the convention for the weekend. All these other things Charlie mentioned. I mean, there's just a lot to do for the amount of money you're gonna get, and you're getting double V's for villains. You know, so my guess is we'll probably swap some stuff out and play some songs different from each night to make sure we've got enough to keep everybody entertained. You know, yep. I mean, it's gonna be cool. Yeah, so um, please come and see us, hang out. That that's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a really good show. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I guess, uh, now that that's been said, Goat, what have, uh, well, I'm going to save you for last because <laughs> I know what you've been playing this week for the most part, <laughs> and I know you have a lot to say about it. So John, what have you been playing this week? Um, I, I, I played a bunch of little stuff. This was a kind of a mobile gaming week. Um, a little bit more Google Cardboard stuff. Uh, nothing that terribly much stands out. That stuff is all just tech demos. And I think after playing the Gear VR units, I've, I've been spoiled, you know. So um, so there's that. I played a, a chunk more Assassin's Creed Unity. It is much better than... Or not Unity. Uh, Syndicate. It is, it is much better than Unity. Um, it's... I don't know if I'll buy it, but you could tell that they tried harder to make a more earnest game this time around. And you can switch between Jacob and Evie Fry on the fly. You could play, theoretically, unless it's a forced section, you could theoretically play the entire game as just Evie if you wanted to. And it would not necessarily change the experience. I actually find myself wanting to play as Evie more because I like her character better than Jacob. Um, it, it's a good. It's a good game. It's fun. Uh, the, it looks great. You know, It's a lot less buggy than the previous one. The last couple, actually. Soundtrack's really good. It does a good job of making you feel like you're in England. Um, let's see. Uh, I played a little bit more Witcher. I found some frustration with it this week, though. Um, there is a particular quest that uh, you get to a section at the end of a particular storyline, and anybody who's played it or playing it currently will know exactly what I'm talking about. You're looking for this Baron's wife, his daughter's wife. Found his daughter. Found his, or, or, I found his daughter, uh, and then from there I talked to him, and then he says, well, you need to kind of like use all your leads to find my wife. 
and the story objective, the mission objective is pursue all leads in Velen to find the Baron's wife. I'm like, this is a very large map. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anywhere. Yeah. Um, so I even tried looking it up, and people are, like, safeguarding it. They're like, no, don't tell anybody anything online. Oh. Like, they're just, like, fucking figure it out yourself. It's an adventure game. I'm like, okay. So then I asked a couple friends that have been playing it. They get, what did you do here? And they were kind of like, well, we don't really want to tell you. I'm like, are you guarding some sort of, like, secret? And they're like, no, it's just, just play the game. And I'm like, what I, What does that mean, though? I had two different people tell me that. Just play the game. Huh. Come to find out, they were being shitty. And <laughs> they were saying, just play the game, but no, well, they weren't being shitty, but they were just saying, like, you literally need to go do other things, and eventually that story mission will pop back up in such a way that you can mm. pursue it. Okay. Um, so they weren't being shitty. They were being uh, uh, coy. Okay. <laughs> right. I don't know. Um, I because I thought they were hiding some awesome secret. I'm actually sad that there was not some awesome secret because it sounds like people's responses to like when people ask like what what's the red wedding? It's like yeah, no, yeah. shut well, up. I told, <laughs> Don't say I anything. told exactly that was the vibe <laughs> I got. And one of those people that told me it was Ricky uh, Keller, one time co-host uh, Ricky Keller, and I told him I said, but I don't want to go do other things. I want to stay on this story path, and they're forcing me to go do other shit. I don't like this at all hmm. because I don't know. I said, do you know how long it's going to be? They're like, I don't know. Just play for a while and it'll change. And I'm like, I don't want that though. I don't want to be told when I have to stop doing something in a story chain that sucks. Um, so I'm not done with the game, but it did piss me off. So I stepped away. Um, I did start metal gear solid this week. Yes, As for promised. And, um, some unfortunate, some ironic timing about the music at the start of that game you mentioned. Yes. I started it the, the day that we all found out that David Bowie died and I did not realize that the song, the game opens on David Bowie. It's, it's David Bowie's music. And I mean, Diamond Dogs is obviously a, a, a David Bowie reference as well. But, um, when I hear Bowie, the, the moment that Metal Gear Solid starts, I was like, that's eerie. That's creeping me out, man. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> some... I mean, like, I guess that is, I mean, I don't know if that's, I, I, I'm so fuzzy now what qualifies as irony. Like, <laughs> it, it, it almost did seem a little bit, yeah. um, and, and kind of like a little poetic. Actually, it made yeah. me, I pre, cause I'm, I'll say I'm not a massive fan of David Bowie's musical catalog, mm-hmm. but I am a big David Bowie fan. Like I like David Bowie. I think he's done great things for music. Sure. Respect him tremendously. Um, so I, I thought for me, it was a very t- like touching send off to, to him. Um, it's awesome. Metal Gear Solid Five is fucking. How far are you? Awesome. I'm not very far. I've only done like the first two or three story missions, and uh, you know, I did the bit where you first go back to Mother Base, and then I did the next mission after that where I assassinated some guy. I just used my first set of Fulton balloons. Um, I've barely fucking played the game. It isn't, is, isn't Fultoning the, just the, the funnest thing? It is the most fun <laughs> ever, you know, especially when you're doing it underneath something that's high up and you know the balloon's going to pop and they're going to fall and hit the ground. It makes me laugh. <laughs> um, it's even funnier when you do it to animals. I think that's very funny. You go and they fucking fly up. It's really good. No. Yes, <laughs> especially the goats. I don't like this game already you based love on premise. No, you're saving them. You're putting them in a, in, in a, in a sanctuary. Yes, uh, it's true. Huh? No, yes. but you really are. Yeah, you are. Uh, you have an entire platform dedicated, a series of platforms actually dedicated to um, it's it's an animal. It's a farm. Sanctuary. It's like a, I yeah. Just I don't believe you, but no, it's <laughs> he's not fucking lying. It's true. Okay, it's, um, it's real. It's awesome, yeah. and I I'm way farther into Witcher, but if I will say this, even just maybe maybe th- I think I'm four and a half hours into Metal Gear. 
So zero percent completion. And I'm about I, no, it's like about two percent. <laughs> so rocking yeah, a hard two, maybe huh? three. I don't know. Maybe probably two. Yeah. Um, I already think it's a better game than Witcher on yeah. every front. Which is I. It's really funny because again, talking to Ricky, um, I mentioned to Ricky, and he Ricky's like, "Oh my god, it's so fucking boring. It's so repetitive. You just do the same thing over, Metal and, Gear? over and over. Yeah." What? Uh, and I was like, really? I was like, how far did you make it? And I was like, well, I, can't, I shouldn't even ask you that because I guarantee you, you're farther than I am. Um, but yeah, I, that surprised me. Um, but he, he thought it was kind of boring. Um, but it's awesome, man. To me, wow. already, just in like a few hours, this game, I'm really enjoying Witcher. I should preface that. Mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying Witcher. Metal Gear is smoking, chapping the ass right <laughs> off of Witcher. It's really good, man. I'm digging it. You know, I haven't even scratched the surface and I'm into it. I'm actually afraid of the power this game may have over me. Um, as it has you and my brother and Ryan on and so many others, uh, so many lives claimed by Metal Gear. Um, I played on the mobile front. Uh, there's a new Star Trek game out for uh, uh, Android. I don't know if it's on iOS. It's called Star Trek Time. Star Trek Timelines. It's a really good little game that it's not anything fancy, but it is I think very much represents Star Trek well. Um, and then I played some more Hitman Sniper, and I played about probably about two hours of Pocket Mortys. Which um, Pocket Mortys. Pocket Mortys, which we're going to hear more about. I'm not going to say much about it. That any anything that Goat will not tell you because Goat, Goat's in love. <laughs> um, it's a um, Adult Swim game mm-hmm. it, that is a, um, I would say parody maybe of Pokemon done in the style of Rick and Morty. Yes, it's based on Rick and Morty, but uh, you collect all the different universe Mortys to battle against one another, literally Pokemon style. Um, if you have not seen Rick and Morty, stop the podcast and go watch, and go watch like one or two episodes at least, and then come back so that you can appreciate everything that we're going to say about this game coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're short episodes there. Are they 11 or 22 minutes? I forget. 22. Are they 22? 22? Okay. But they fly by because they're so smart. They're 22 glorious minutes. Yes. Um, yes, yes. But, um, it's awesome. Uh, played that. I'll let Goat carry on with that. I think that was everything I played this week. I don't think I had time to play. Oh, there was an Xbox Live uh, Games of Gold free game called um, I don't zeros remember. zeros. How, that's it. I, I know it's a thing. I don't. I have no idea what it's, it is. It's just it's a graphically stylized kind of cartoony looking like side scrolling <laughs> beat 'em up. Like you know, um, like Streets of Rage kind of a thing. Yeah, Streets oh, of okay. Rage, Double Dragon type. It, it game. felt like a. a from what I've seen of it, it looks like uh, it really reminded me of uh, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Battle Toads and yeah. like that okay. kind of game, and it is exactly that. Bad There's n- nothing else about it other than that it is that, and it is perfectly sufficient at what it does. It's cheeky and got a good sense of humor, and I wouldn't have paid money for it, but I'm glad I have it. Okay, and I think that was it. Go. You want to go? Oh no, no, go was last. Yeah. We just said go for last, Charlie. Yep. What do you got? Um, so I also play a little bit of Pocket Mortys. Um, again, um, I uh, I think John and I are about as far into the game about as, as each other. Um, uh, I know Goat is significantly farther in for us. So again, I will I will let him speak for us on this because I'm sure his opinions are going <laughs> to be exactly the same as ours. Um, aside from that, um, I played and finished The Room 3 on iPad. Oh, um, it's still not out on Android. Best of the series. Like by, a, by, a, by a country mile. It's uh, what? Why would you do that to the guy? Because I'm, I'm. No, no, it's good. He's yeah. selling me on it. I, I was already sold, but I want to hear. It's not on Android. It's the best in the series. Knife. <laughs> <laughs> not only is it just in in the in the core story you know and not only is it um like in the the core track of solving puzzles to get through like the main story not only is it the longest and most um 
like diverse puzzle set of the three but in addition to that there are multiple endings oh wow yeah D- depending on so after you get through the main course basically it it, it tells you you know so the, the the this area um that that you're that you're solving puzzles in there's more stuff there that's optional to to find and solve and so then you can find more things that changes if you then implement them into the ending of the game the very last puzzle room mm-hmm. um it changes the ending and it changes the outcome yeah. and so um i uh, i played i i went through and i got uh, not not super difficult um a lot of it is uh, the hardest thing about finding these things is that there's there's absolutely no clues or or inclination given to a lot of these things or that you really have to hunt around and look just look in corners and look for things okay um but um but uh, i did manage to go through and get all the endings um i appreciated the fact that they that they did this and they had the multiple endings i will say that the extra endings were a little disappointing in and of mm. themselves the puzzles that i had to solve to get to them were not disappointing just the actual ending that yeah. took place after that like the core ending the main ending of the game was far more impressive and impactful mm. than than the extra endings were i can't believe somebody hasn't ported these to consoles in some way where you're moving parts around and thumbsticks and yeah i want the, i want yeah. this on gear vr here you know what take all, oh my god yes <laughs> take all three of them put them in one collection and charge you know 20 bucks for yeah them oh yeah, yeah absolutely um for those who are not familiar with the room games um they are um I, we've mentioned them several times before but in case you, you've missed it basically it's 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 very mist like in that you're in an area you're by yourself there's no other people there and you're just walking around this area solving puzzles and then the puzzles unlock things and give you pieces to solve other puzzles and things like that like it's all like there, there's a there's a primarily a linear flow through how you have to get through the main course of the game but um you yeah, know it's it's phenomenal worth every penny t- t- uh, two or three times over easily mm. Um, aside from that, um, let's see. Um, I played a little bit, bit more of, uh, of Metal Gear. You know, I mentioned previously about how um, the, uh, um, you know, after, you know, that the additional content, the part two, you know, so to speak. Um, holy crap, does the difficulty ramp up? Uh, you know, with these, with these, with these posts, I, with these part two missions. Like, just that first mission was w- w- far and above. I, I had I, I died the most times trying to get through this mission than I had I think in the entire rest of the game. Wow, Jesus. so it is hard. Um, yeah. So um, so yeah, but no, I'm um, you know I'm 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 chipping away at it. Um, I think I'm at like forty odd percent at this point. Wow, that's still impressive, um, man. <clears throat> but uh, but yeah. Um, let's see. And then uh, Michelle and I have been playing um, Yoshi's Woolly World. Um, mm-hmm. We are on the last, as far as we know, last world. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the equivalent of you know uh, you know bowser's you know area it's not bowser but that's beside the point um and uh, this game also had a ramp up in difficulty um not donkey kong frozen fuck you r- r- up ramp difficulty. <laughs> frozen fuck you yeah. <laughs> it's limited edition yeah. so i remember <laughs> the title being um but um uh it has gotten quite a bit harder uh, we michelle has rage quit a couple times no shit yeah wow. like um like the um it, it definitely it, one of the biggest problems is it seems like the checkpoints are getting further and further apart mm. um and so there have been a couple levels where it's like we've struggled to get through to a certain point and there was one where we got up to the boss and we we the boss killed us it was it was it was like a it was a mid-level boss mm-hmm. um and then it jumped us back to a checkpoint that was like way back like so we not only did we have to like fight through all this level again to get back up to the boss and we had to yeah. fight the boss again and, um, you know, we were hoping that we, you know, it's, it seems like a lot of Mario games, if you die at the boss, you just start over at the beginning of the boss yeah, battle. Yeah, sure. Not, not the case here. Oh, my God. So um, she was like, nope, can't do it. That's some Mega Man bullshit. <laughs> she just set the controller down. She's like, I can't do it. No more. And it was like, okay. That and is then, surprisingly reserved for Michelle. <laughs> uh, I, I may be um, paraphrasing. <laughs> <laughs> 
sat, quote, sat the controller down in a hole in the wall that she did not put there with the controller. Um, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Um, there is a reason why I'm happy that I do not have a gigantic glass sheet in front of me for a TV. Projector screens. Excellent. Um, yeah, do not break when things are thrown at them. Excellent. So, yeah. um, and then the other thing I'm playing is also a mobile game, um, but it is one of the most interesting games, quote unquote, that, um, that I've played in some time. It's called Lifeline. Um, it's on iOS. I'm not sure if it's on Android or not, but this game plays, I mean, like some people might argue that it's not a game, um, in, in as much as it's an interactive story, but the, the gist of it is that you are communicating with an astronaut, um, who was on a, on a, on a starship that crash landed on a planet and you, for whatever reason, um, you are the only person who was in range of his, his, that he, that he can communicate with and you play the game through text. It's a text game. Um, but the texts come through like, like, like he's texting you like notifications on your device. And so like he's and so like you talk to him and he like he like describes where he is and then it gives you a choice. And then so, you know, you can, if you're actually in the game proper, you know, it's like a scrolling, you know, field of text and then there's, there's, there's buttons so that you can select at the bottom, you know, like, you know, which, you know, because it gives you two choices about what you should do next or whatever. Like, should I go to the mountain or should I go to like the crash site or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then, so you say which one you think you should do. And they say, okay, I think it's about an hour away. And then it's literally a real world hour while he walks there until you get your next message. So this, you play this game, you have this conversation with him over the course of like many days. Weird, like, like it's happening in real time. It's That's very, strange. it's very, it's very interesting. seems like a very modern take on the old text-based adventures though. Like, like how do you take that and modernize it and make it something yeah, that yeah. people can relate to today? Um, and, and you know, it's, uh, you know, like you can, if you want to, like I say, you're getting these, you're, you're playing this game through these notifications. And so like, you can actually just respond right from the notification. Like you're responding to a text message. You don't even have to pop into the game if you don't want to. Sure. Um, if you, if you're playing on like Apple on an Apple device, you have an iWatch, you know, you can respond to your messages right from the watch, for example. Mm-hmm. So, I um, mean, it's, it's a very, I've never, I've never imagined a game like this. You know, it, uh, it, it makes perfect sense. You know, it's just a very like low impact way to play the game. Uh, what I can say is that, um, I already, um, I already led, I think, what is his name? Trevor, I think. Um, uh, Taylor, Taylor. I've already um, led poor Taylor to his demise once, <laughs> um, because um, he uh, he asked me to do some research and find out if uh, if a certain amount of radiation would be okay to sleep, you know, to to be exposed to for a period of time. It was his first night there, and um, he wanted to know. He's like, I, it is freezing out here. The engine core, it's warm over there, but I'm also it's also putting out 150 rads of radiation. And is will I be okay sleeping by that for a night so I don't freeze to death? And in my, he's like, can you do some research for me and look this up? So I went to Google and then what I, what I pulled up, I misunderstood what I was looking at. Um, and, uh, I told him based on what I found, no, that's not safe. Don't, you know, stay where you are. And he ended up freezing and dying. And so then I had to start the story over. Well, that is unfortunate. Yes. Um, but where did, where uh, did yeah. you acquire this? this game uh just from the app store you know yeah. just just the how much uh, is it um actually i think it might be the um um this actually might be the free um the free app of the week right now um every week apple has a free app uh yeah it's a free app of the week right on so um, the game is called lifeline and so at, when you hear this as of as of release um uh go pick it up I, i'm not sure what the normal price is i imagine it's a dollar maybe two sure um but uh but yeah it's uh it's interesting but uh yeah so that that's what i played this week and so uh Goat, what uh, what have you played? Well, let's start with the quick ones. I scratched the surface on I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's an old old click, click and point game that they've just shoved onto an Android phone. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like Shadowgate and that kind of thing. Okay. I've barely barely scratched the surface on it. Yeah, uh, I've heard of the game. I've uh, I've never seen it, but yeah. It's 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 dated. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, so this is a port of an old game. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I mean, okay, they okay. kind of polished it a little bit, but yeah, it's that whole like throwback idea. Okay. Uh, let's see. Went through a game of Monopoly. Got a whole bunch of achievements. Um, started working on the Gamerhead uh, radio board. <laughs> uh. Which there are four dick trains on our board. Ah, <laughs> uh, only four, huh? Well, there's like four railroads. <laughs> now, are they are they named separately, or are they just all named? No, they're all dick train. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, 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 what else am I going to name? I mean, it should be like Dick Train Central and Dick Train Station. Dick Train, like you no, know. It's, Union it's, Dick it's, Train. It's, yeah. No, yeah, there it's, you go. It's, it's yeah. all one Dick Train, just one Dick Train. Let's not think <laughs> about the Dick Train Union, okay? <laughs> that sounds that that that's that's a road to certain disaster. So, and then the two games that have sucked my life away. Uh, still working on Diablo Three. Um, ripping yes. through rifts. Uh, now they just did patch two point seven, so now we have greater rifts. Uh, which give her better gear and uh, two new, entirely two new zones. I have to say, I was a big fan of your um, BDSM Mardi Gras Trouble Night. Yeah, that, that was that <laughs> it was, was disturbing. <laughs> is what it was. Well, and here's the story. So I, you, know, you pick armor or whatever like that, and I pick mm-hmm. armor by you know it, it has the arrows. If the arrows are green, it's good. If the arrows are red, it's bad. Right? It's so, like it's better or worse than what you're currently yeah, wearing. Is that what yeah, it is? Okay. Yeah. So like what you're wearing is zero, and it, it'll tell you if it's better or worse. Right? Well, I'm just you know whatever three green arrows and you know the three different categories. I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever, don't care. Right. I hit pause to do something. I'm like, whoa. What the hell am I wearing? <laughs> so, 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 there's no fashion consideration when you're putting your armor. No, together. <laughs> that's no, that's given us Walmart edition red hood. That's given us, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's it's all in numbers, not a fashion. These, game. these have all been on your Instagram, right? Yes, they yes. are there. Yeah, go go pull up uh, Sir Goatsworth on Instagram and take a look at his various um his various Diablo three um uh, character outfits. They are they are they are a sight to behold. <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of Mr. BDSM. Uh, Oh, but, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he is uh, level 70. So you crap out of level 70 and now there's paragons. Now they have that go up to 800 paragons. Uh, when I left today for the podcast, I am a level 70 uh, paragon 60. Did you character. say level 800 they go up to? Yeah, for paragons. Oh, <laughs> uh, why would you do that? Because it goes to all of your characters, all of your paragons go towards your characters and you can add a subset of stats oh and so you can come in with like a level 20 character at torment levels which is the devil level of difficulty which goes up to okay. torment 10 by the way which is also known as fucking insanity <laughs> okay um, and so you can do all this and you have like a subset and you can juice your character to be able to do that so you can okay. get them up faster and stuff like that so yeah i'm a huh. 70 60 at the moment so i've done 70 levels and then i've done 60 levels on top of that wow so he's a beast. He's hitting, uh, last time I checked, he's hitting for 2.7 million critical damage. Oh, so is that it? Good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you, you've gotten your money's worth on this game, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but me, and, uh, me and Bubbles are working towards uh, um, buttoning it up. We're down to, I think, nine achievements. Okay. Uh, and then, so that, that's pretty much my multiplayer uh, addiction right now. And then uh, I played the greatest game that's come to my phone since the last greatest game that's come to my phone called Pocket Morty's. <laughs> Pocket and Morty's. Uh, and John said it is Rick and Morty uh, blatantly ripping off Pokemon in the <laughs> most glorious possible fashion. Yeah. Oh, um, I just realized that they probably, I mean, I'm sure they didn't for legal reasons, but it would have been awesome if they had just called the game Pokemort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that might, was probably hitting a little cl- too close yes. to home. But, yeah. um, well, it's, I mean, it's Pocket Monsters in Japan, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Now, um, now, John, have you played like a lot of Pokemon? I played a little bit of Pokemon. I've I done, played yeah. Pokemon Yellow, like when it first came out, and I, I didn't even get that far in it. So I have very, very little familiarity with yes, the game. I know more about Pokemon than than I've played. We'll yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but even with how little we've played and, and what we know about it, yeah, the 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 references and homages there are blatant yes. and clear. With like the, the glorious, with like the badges and the gym. Yeah, you know, they don't call them gym leaders. They call They're them like council members. Uh, council members mm-hmm. and um, the like the the healing centers and yada yada yada. They do call them trainers though. Yeah, true. Which mm-hmm. is straight out of Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. but the badge system is a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, so so, what do you think of it so far, Goat? Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> um, I have I think I'm up to like eight or ten uh, Mortys because I keep evolving them. Mm. Uh, so you'll take two Mortys of the same type. Put them together at the daycare, um, and they turn into a different Morty. Like if you take two, uh, two cat holding Mortys mm-hmm. and put them together, you get a two cat holding Morty. Oh, wow. logical, <laughs> logical. Yes, um, and it, 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 the the just the barrage of available Mortys is hilarious. Like there's all sorts of. I'm mm-hmm. like, whoa! All right, I think like in the ballpark of like eighty or something, right? Uh, I think so. I haven't got yeah. all of them. Good God. I, I, I got three. I scroll. Yeah, I scrolled through the um the 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 the, the what like the, the the equivalent of the Pokedex. Um, what do they call it? Um, the, uh, uh, it's a it's a uh, the Morty Dex. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not a Morty Dex. It's a Morty file. Morty pad. Morty something or another. Something with a Morty. But in it. Um, but they have the list of like you know the ones that you haven't encountered, or haven't found yet. There's just question marks, and so I, but but they're, they're still numbered. And I scrolled through. I think it's like eighty something, um, for different unique, uh, Morty types. Uh, yeah, it's your Morty deck. Morty Deck. Yes. I'll tell you what I appreciate appreciate about the game is that they they actually got Justin Roiland in there to do some yes. of the voices for it. You know, like I love <laughs> just slowly you're in the middle of fighting, and you know whenever you beat some of them, you know Rick's like dial dial back your excitement there, uh, guy, or go get him, Morty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. He does all sorts of fun yeah. shit like that. That that and the whole like you got to get your Morty's better for you to kick my ass. Yeah. <laughs> get in there, whip his ass, <laughs> Morty. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just in case you're not familiar with the show, that Belch was intentional. Yes, yeah, yeah. R- that, that's how Rick talks. Rick yes. Burps mid sentence because he's. I I don't know why it's somewhere he, between drunkenness and probably ulcers and indigestion yeah, and heartburn. The, the and, more he belches, the more often he has like a drool line coming out of the corner of his mouth. Yeah. So I think it's yeah, it could be anything. Yeah. Currently looking at Goat's uh, Morty roster, um, <laughs> he has a regular Morty, a two cat Morty, a pocket Morty's Morty. What is that? Uh, that's where I took two uh, Jerry's game Mortys, which is another game they made. Okay. Uh, he has a billboard for Jerry's game. You take two of those and you get a pocket Morty Morty because if you look at him, he has a uh, one of those old school like... Uh, Boards that you wear, like the sandwich boards. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, that says pocket Mortys on it. Awesome, uh, a Cronenberg Morty, oh. good lord, and a telekinetic Morty, which I imagine is is a, he's a violent little bastard. Yeah, he looks kind of scary. he is like methed out. <laughs> the um, and it's this is very much like Pokemon Light too. It's mm-hmm. like because it's like you know if you're familiar with Pokemon, you know that there's different types like fire, grass, earth, and, you know, ghost, yada 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 yada. Um, this basically works literally on a rock paper scissors yes um, yeah. system. Um, you're either you are, so it's it's the four different attributes are either nothing or your rock or your paper or your scissors attribute and then you can figure out you know obviously like a rock type is strong against a scissors type and yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah, it's it's, it's standard rock paper scissors. Mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's brilliant. It's absolutely it's, brilliant. it's amazing. So if if you're not a Pokemon fan, I'm gonna say this. Um, like if you're not really into it, um, this is the dumbed down casual version. Yeah. 
Yeah. If you're a Rick and Morty fan, it it it'll keep you occupied for hours. Yeah, days, it's months. entertaining. <laughs> it feels in the spirit of the show, the writing mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. The yep. dialogue is right on, and then even though there's not a lot of voiceover work, um, if you've seen the show, like whenever characters you recognize pop up on the screen, you hear them their voices in your oh, head yeah. when you're reading it. It's great. Mm-hmm. And yep. the fact that Rick is always yelling at Morty to win, and the number one Morty line is, "I'm trying my best for it, Rick." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, well worth it. Well worth it. It's a free, free game. You don't have yeah, to pay for it. Entirely free. I gave them four dollars because I like to reward great things. Yep. Um, and there's not like a. I don't. I don't think I've seen any advertisements in it. No. Um, nope, it's not um, a single one. Yeah. So it, it's an ad free, free game. Um, there's a. There's of course an in-game currency system where you can buy like health potions and stuff like that. Schmeckles. Schmeckles. Yes. And um, then there's like tickets. I'm not sure what. The, I haven't used one of the tickets yet, so I'm not sure what you get for the various uh, tickets. The tickets you put it in the machine. It brings you it's out a like little bubble the and bubble you get a, vending machines where you pop the cap off as yeah. a kid. And it's just like a surprise um, item. No, you get okay. a health potion of some sort, a item of some sort. Uh, and a Morty. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, random Morty. Okay. So, um, so yeah, there's, um, so you can spend money if you want to, you know, I, stock up on inventory. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. I did get one of those bubbles though. that had no Morty in it. It was just, it oh, was, really? Everyone yeah. I've gotten has had a Morty in it. I had one that did not have a Morty mm-hmm. in it. It was very, but you can win tickets through beating bosses and right. stuff like that too. So my only question, which, um, maybe I just, maybe I'm, maybe I, at the point where I'm at in the game is I'm not supposed to know this yet, but, um, I've only discovered the one, uh, device, I forget what it's called, that you use to get to, the Mortys. To right? chips. I have the same problem. Okay, where do you get more of those? You buy them. With real money? No. But I mean, like, with, with Schmeckles, which you earn through fights and yeah. stuff like that. But. And you can also find them, and you also can, um, you'll win them through fights, and you'll win them through your oh, bubbles and stuff like I've that. I've only gotten the one. Yeah, me too. So maybe we're just not far enough yet. Yeah, I think I've got... I've gotten I've got, five. Okay. I've got, like, real Morty. I've got Scruffy Morty, and I've mm-hmm. got, like, Evil Bunny Rabbit Morty. I think those are the only three. You got Rabbit have. Morty? Yeah. I can't catch me a Rabbit Morty to save my life. <laughs> yeah, not, rab- not Rabbit oh. Morty, the Evil Rabbit Morty. Oh, I haven't seen the that one. one. That it, it's Morty, like, Black Bunny Rabbit Morty, but he's got, like, oh, the Frank Donnie the Darko. Bunny's Donnie Darko face. Yeah. Oh, I wow. have seen that one. Yes, yeah. I haven't got that. Those are the only three I have. <laughs> okay. He's my heavy hitter. He kicks everyone's ass. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, th- I think we, we can all agree that Pocket Morty's is... A must-have. It's pretty it, dope. Yeah. If um, if and I mean like if like Goat said, I mean like the, the 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 Pokemon games have not captured my interest, but I'm enough of a fan of Rick and Morty that this game is is a win for me. Yeah, absolutely. I dig it. Yeah. And if you haven't watched Rick and Morty yet, you're doing it wrong. You should oh my go, gosh. go fix it. Yeah. That. The only advertisement in this game is an advertisement for you to go watch Rick and Morty. Yep. That's yes. it. Yep. Oh wait, there are advertisements in it. Are there? There are. If you go to, um. The store, Rick's big store. Okay. And you hit buy, you don't have the cash or whatever like that. Okay. Um, it'll pop you to a TV of Rick and Morty watching TV. The ad will play, and uh, when you can f- finish watching the ad, um, you'll be rewarded 30 schmeckles. Oh, okay. Oh, well, shit. There you go. So, so, it's, so it's done it's, well. It's done right. Okay, perfect. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Oh my God! Uh, not there. We're not going there. We're not going. Oh, that's right. We do the line. The the we now that you know we've pocket mortied this week in video games. Let's see what they pocket mortied over in the industry. I'll take it. All right, coming in at a really weird number five. Call of Duty publisher sued by family of Angolan rebel. I said that right I, the first what time. What now? That's right. 
Video game publisher Activision is being sued by the family of Angolan rebel chief Jonas Savimbi, who has objected to his depiction in the game Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Three of Savimbi's children, who are now based in France, contend that the game depicted their father, the founder and leader of the National Union for the Total Independence of Angola, or UNITA, uh, as a barbarian. They're seeking 1 million euros in damages from the French brand of Activision Blizzard. Savimbi led a decades-long guerrilla insurgency against the Angolan government and its dominant party, the Popular Movement for the Liberation of Angola, or the MPLA. He was killed in battle against government forces in 2002. Although feted as a freedom fighter by Ronald Reagan, Savimbi was a controversial figure. The Civil War led to the deaths of 500,000 people, with several million forced to flee their homes. In the first campaign mission of Black Ops 2, the player must aid Savimbi in a battle against MPLA forces. Uh, the sequence reflects the U.S. backing of UNITA against Soviet-supported go- uh, government. Savimbi is depicted uh, leading his troops shouting, Fight, my brothers! And wielding a grenade launcher. The family's lawyer, Carol Enfert, said Savimbi is represented as a big halfwit who wants to kill everybody. The lawsuit will argue that he is, was, in fact, a political leader and strategist. France's extremely strict laws on both defamation and a person's rights of publicity, in other words the right to control the commercial use of their likeness. In cases such as this, where a well-known person is either depicted or has provided inspiration for a character, it is not surprising that someone aggravated by it's uh, uh, able to formulate the basis of a legal argument, um, said Alex Tuddy of the law firm Sheridan's, which specializes in the entertainment and media fields. Um, this is not the first time Activision has been threatened with legal action over the depiction of real people in Call of Duty Black Ops 2. In 2014, imprisoned Panamanian dictator Manuel Noriega attempted to sue the company over his own appearance in the game. Uh-huh. Activision brought in Rudy Giuliani to defend the case, and the suit was rejected by a judge of the Los Angeles Superior Court under the First Amendment right to free expression. That's a weird story. Yeah. Uh, not at all surprising, though. No. Yeah. Um, Seems a bit late to the party. <laughs> well, yeah, this is we're on Black Ops Three, people. Yeah, Come on, yeah, two yeah. years ago, sue appropriately on. to your game releases. What, yeah, what is uh, what is the statute of limitations on uh, defamation of character in a video game? <laughs> That's the thing, you know. Really, I mean, it's it was so last console. Was <laughs> justified on the behalf of the family who feel that their father's being poorly represented in this game, or is it uh, you know is it not any different than you know? lampooning somebody on Family Guy or The Simpsons for shits and giggles. Yeah. It sounds like uh, some people are just mad because Activision is cutting them checks. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. There's that too. Is Activision um, is Activision uh, um, exploiting something here or do you think they were perfectly within their boundaries of, of practice? Things happen. Dude did it. <laughs> like they're not really they're not really fudging the details here. Um, I, I would say exploiting is not the right word. I would say it's, um, I mean, uh, this sounds worse than I mean it, but taking advantage. It's, um, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a person who has portrayed themselves in a certain way, and it's, uh, it's relevant, I guess, to the topic of the game. And so they are, they are just incorporating a real-world person into a relatively maybe, maybe similar situation. Maybe to lend themselves some credence, some sort of... Well, I mean, um, it was I, I genuine. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of making it more real, quote unquote, realistic. You know, yeah. just making it more real. It was called Modern Warfare. They had to make it modern. Well, this is Black Ops, so this, this is Black Ops. Or was it Black Ops? Or yeah. was Modern Warfare? No, no Black Ops Two. Oh. Um, I can't keep them straight. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, so it's. Um, I think it's probably just a matter of. I mean, it's like we're, we're talking about the same game series here with the the, the, the no Russian mission. You know, I mean, yeah. so I mean, it's they they are not afraid at all of no, potentially no. pissing people off. Yeah. Sure, sure. I mean, so, you know. Whatever. People are going to get mad. People are going to try to get money. We yeah. move on. Activision's got enough money to buy 
$5.9 billion companies. I'm pretty sure they have enough money to sweep this under the rug. Yeah, pretty much. I think it probably just made it in. I think it's, it gave, well, we're, we're talking about the game. I think mm-hmm. mission accomplished. Yeah. yeah Everybody wins here. Yeah. It's true. Uh, speaking of Call of Duty, uh, coming in at number four, Rise of the Tomb Raider director takes a new gig at Call of Duty Studio Infinity Ward. Huh. Huh. Rise of the Tomb Raider developer Brian Horton has left Crystal Dynamics for a job as art director at Infinity Ward. What a strange transition. News of his departure was announced on the official Rise of the Tomb Raider Tumblr. Um, This week's announcement noted Horton was leaving to pursue, quote, new adventure without going into further detail. As noted by GameSpot originally, Horton has since updated his Twitter bio and LinkedIn profile to state that he is now art director at Call of Duty Studio uh, Infinity Ward after graduating from the prestigious Savannah College uh, of Arts and Design, or SCAD. Uh, Horton worked for Disney Interactive Studios, DreamWorks Interactive Electronic Arts, Vivendi Universal Games, and The Collective. He joined Crystal Dynamics in 2009 as Senior Art Director for Tomb Raider and Tomb Raider Definitive Edition before taking on the role of Game Director for 2015's Rise of the Tomb Raider. It's a hell of a pedigree. Um, normally, with somebody that's got that much uh, that much clout in the gaming world, you, you know their name a little bit more. I can't say that I was terribly familiar with Brian Horton other than passing name in the credits of Tomb Raider, but uh, that's, that's quite a pedigree. I mean, he has a chain of restaurants, right? I, I don't think that that is the same gentleman. I, I hear what you're saying. Or maybe he was in that band, Reverend Horton Heat. Oh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and file um, that one in the but yeah, I mean, this waste is a, basket. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is a very weird transition to me. It's like like Tomb Raider is like very story based. It's like it's 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 what well, goat. Well, point of interest. He's an art director. He was. He has a pedigree of art director. Well, that he, he jumped into game developer or game director, well, and now he's going back to what he's good at. I, well, art uh, is, okay, art is art. I, well, <laughs> well, I mean, you know what I'm saying like, yeah, it, yeah. It, there's not, there's not a lot. If that's what he really wanted to be doing, yeah. and he was looking for a job in art, it and that's sounds, the job he yeah, could get. I mean, then I get John it. John yeah. listed like six art direction jobs, and then he apparently was like, "Oh wait, I can make more money as a game director. Sweet!" And he's probably like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna yeah. go back to what, <laughs> what I want, yeah. what I got my degree in." That could be, <laughs> maybe I could see that. Either way, um, perhaps he'll bring a little bit of a, I don't want to say humanity <laughs> to the Call of Duty games. No, I, let's go I don't with know soul. if it's possible. Let's go with a soul. A little bit of soul. There you go. Bring some soul. That'd bring be, some I, bears. I <laughs> My God. <laughs> sounds dangerous. Call of Duty, the Revenant. Sure. Call of Duty. Oh, no. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rise of the Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on to number three this week. Microsoft's HoloLens will be totally wireless with up to 5.5 hours of battery life. Okay. I know. Okay. We'll, we'll get to that. I knew you would have. I, I knew you would make some sort of noises <laughs> in regards to this particular headline. But, uh, Microsoft technical evangelist Bruce Harris has unveiled new details for Microsoft's augmented reality headset HoloLens at an event in Tel Aviv. Harris was recorded saying that the Any Universal Windows 10 app will run natively on the device as we've heard, and that developers will naturally need to create 3D apps to realize the HoloLens' full potential. Harris also talked about how the device features Bluetooth and Wi-Fi, describing it as, quote, totally wireless. In fact, he said a wired version of the HoloLens would not be available. This brings up the question of battery life, which we have talked about on this very same show. Mm -hmm. Apparently in this department, the HoloLens will be, quote, very much like a laptop. That means up to 5.5 hours of basic use and 2.5 hours of high-intensity use. Uh, that seems completely reasonable to uh, to the people who originally wrote this article. They say they think that's perfectly fine. 
Um, compare that to sitting through a two-hour movie, and I would argue that a two two point five to five point five hours is plenty of time to invest before having to put the Hololens down for charging. And now, no, uh, the particular particular section of the article I'm reading was written by Emil uh, Protolinsky, who is the uh, the the editor for this article at VentureBeat. Um, so those are his words, not mine. Uh, that seems completely reasonable to him, but Microsoft has managed to get such arguably decent battery life by limiting the field of view described by Harris as similar to a 15-inch monitor about two feet away. As costs come down, uh, Microsoft is manufacturing the device itself. Um, so, you know, they're, they're eating the cost on that. The company plans to expand the field of view, but the best part of Harris's talk was the mention that the HoloLens will apparently be able to connect with other units, including over the Internet. HoloLens owners will thus be able to share experiences with other HoloLens users viewing an object together at the same time. The experience will naturally depend on uh, the available bandwidth like any internet-connected device. Microsoft still has not shared a release date for the HoloLens. That said, the developer di- the developer edition of this will be available this quarter for a meager $3,000. Sounds about right. Well, so, um, the, 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 the cost of the developer edition does not give me hope. Hey, if... The uh, you know if the uh, Oculus Rift uh, developer edition was three hundred and was fifty dollars or twenty five dollars whatever it was, uh, and it ended up being six hundred, that does not instill me with much hope. <laughs> no, I think this is this is more along the lines of what you what what we expect developer editions to be like the um, like the Explore edition of Google Glass for example, yeah. um, you know which sells for what, what like fifteen hundred dollars something like that. They have they they made it very clear. We are pricing this high because we don't want it to be a mass market device. We only want developers to buy this. Yeah. That 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 price was artificially inflated on purpose. Yeah. They, they 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 said as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully this is more along those lines. Then again, um, packing as much tech as they're going to with as much battery as apparently they're going to into something that is on your head, uh, miniaturizing tech to that point to the, be the fact to the point where it's not going to weigh twenty pounds. I mean, like, I'm exaggerating, of course, but still. Um, you know, it's uh, that price actually does not sound that far fetched to me, especially no, especially no. for a premium device. I mean, like the new Microsoft Surface Book, which is a you know, it's a nice piece of hardware. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, that laptop I, I want to say starts at like fifteen hundred dollars, oh. and so you know, it's uh, you know, it's arguable whether or not that's worth it. But um, you know, they are not afraid of making premium hardware and pricing it, appro- yeah. you know, accordingly. Sure. Um, the uh, so I I I will say though I take back my scoff. My, my initial scoff when you mentioned the battery life, yeah. when you got into the story and you clarified that that's five and a half of light use and then two and a half of, of heavy use, yeah. I was thinking like five and a half hours of heavy use. I'm just like, no, yeah, no <laughs> I don't see for happen. a second that amount of battery being on your head. But no, I can no, I see I think that that is more more likely because I was thinking about it, too. It's like, you know, with. um you know, they've said since day one that this thing is going to have full Windows 10 inside of it. So mm-hmm. we've, we've always we've always we've always kind of known, you know, th- those of us that have been paying attention to the HoloLens development and its story as it's progressed, that it was always going to be like a self-contained computer. Not It wasn't going to be like an Oculus, like connected to something else. Yeah, um, sure. So uh, so that part is not surprising. Well, shit, man. Even at heavy use, two and a half hours of full Windows operating system on it, and it being a standalone, you know, uh, basically PC that you're wearing on your head. That's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not gonna. Yeah, if that ends up being true, um, and, you know, time will tell. I, uh, I, I will, I will, I will, I will say that that is, you know, I will say that that the, that, um, that 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 would be impressive to me. Yes, yeah. it, it, absolutely. The um, the, what are your what are your opinions on the Hololens? I know we've talked about it a couple times, but I forget where you stand on it. Nah. <laughs> it's another okay. thing. I mean, it, it, I mean, right now it's 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 in the Google Glass thing of like. Yeah. 
I know that it's wrong, Jelly, but it's for your generation of the I need everything <laughs> okay. people, you know. It has zero, It's for people who like their toys. It has zero use it. for the normal person who doesn't have to have everything plugged into everything. No, yeah, that's true. It's, now, it's, right now it does, yeah, but I have yeah. a feeling that I that mean, thing it, is going to be... If it starts being implemented in certain ways in the way they've talked about it, that's great. But right now, yeah. it's, it's, basically, it's basically a Geeks Corvette. Between yeah, between yeah. VR You're just showing and off AR, your penis. That, well, okay. <laughs> between VR and AR, I think because so many people like to say, "Well, they're both going to be for games." What are you going to do for? Well, no, I think AR the, is well, not. AR and VR. The difference between the two of them later later on, when the technologies are more common and more affordable, is is I think that AR will be um, a tool, functional and a tool, yeah. and VR will be for yeah. games. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you already have you know you already have surgeons. You know, performing yeah. surgery via assistance of VR and AR. I mean, like yep. this is these are things that are already happening. Yep. So, um, so yeah, the industry yeah. and you know professional applications are definitely there. Yeah. It's just a matter of it catching on. Which yeah. also just to, just to touch on that point, it doesn't surprise me at all that Microsoft is willing to eat some of the cost to make this thing, quote unquote, affordable. You know, yeah. you know, relatively speaking. I mean, you know, it's with the amount of time and effort and money that they put into this thing so far, it is more important to them that it succeed than for it to be exactly. th- them to make money off of it. Yeah. You know, because uh, th- this is this is a long play for them for sure. This is not a this well, is not a make money now. This is a make money later thing. And they're definitely doing it right. I like it, the fact that they are they're they're saying this is a tool. This is not for basically it's mm-hmm. not for the general public. This is not a toy for your kids to yep. have for Christmas. This is for real professionals doing real professional work. Yeah. Yep. Um. If you want to play Angry Birds in a in, <laughs> in, in, in a headset, go buy Oculus. Yeah. Like, basically, yep. this yep. is not for you. Yeah. Um. Plenty of room for all of them, as far yeah. as I see. Yep. All right, moving on to number one for the week. <laughs> In a follow-up to one of the stories we were talking about before, I don't want to say a follow-up, maybe a companion piece, uh, just a couple weeks back, ESPN has decided to become the ESPN of esports. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Live broadcast of the International 2014 on ESPN was a clear sign of just how deeply esports has penetrated the mainstream consciousness, uh, the network was reportedly, quote, delighted by the response to its coverage, and so it came as nothing of a surprise when ESPN president John Skipper pronounced shortly thereafter that esports are not actually a sport at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's all water under the bridge now as ESPN launched a full-blown esports section on its site this past week with links for coverage of League of Legends, Dota 2, and Hearthstone. The only three games, apparently, that anybody considered to be competitive in the world of esports, which is part of the reason esports is not doing very well. Yep. I mean, not doing very well in the eyes of people who... Don't play those who, games. Who think it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the rollout comes less than two weeks after Activision made its own big move into the esports scene with $46 million purchase of Major League Gaming, which CEO Bobby Kotick said at the time, quote, furthers our plan to create the ESPN of sports. <laughs> Sorry, Bobby. I think that ship just sailed. There's no link that I can see to, uh, to reports on other games on the site so far, but midway down the page, there's a video recap of the 2015 StarCraft II WCS Finals at BlizzCon suggesting that it'll at least occasionally branch out beyond the big three. I'm obliged to point out that we offer... Uh, that. Hold on. I gotta wait. Was it? Uh, okay. You know, uh, regardless of all that, though, ESPN's entry into the fray and, more importantly, the continued mainstreaming of esports that it signals is uh, presumably good news for everybody uh, because competition is, is, is a good thing. However, 
Um, personally, I'm of the opinion that uh, ESPN putting their hands on anything means that it is about to become the mainstream ruination, the shell of what it used to be. That's just my opinion. I have no opinion on this topic whatsoever. This is yeah. amazing. Oh? Yeah, this is amazing. The guy's like the, the ESPN fella. What is his last name? Skipper? Yeah, something <laughs> Honestly, like you can't take a guy named Skipper. Seriously. But anyways, <laughs> the, the, the esports are not a real sport. And then he's like, oh, but they're going to be on our site. Just furthering the fact that they are not a real sport. It's all money, man. Um, there are millions and millions of hits on their site, and they want them. Yeah, that's it. It has mm. nothing to do with... No, it's a good play. It's a good... Here's the thing. Gaming fans in general, with the exception of the people who are themselves into esports, the majority of people who play video games acknowledge esports, recognize that it's not going anywhere. I think we all agree it's not going anywhere. It's getting bigger, actually. But I don't think that anybody outside of that community takes it seriously at all. I don't think anybody has any respect for it because it just feels cheap and... Anybody who pays attention to gaming well enough knows that it's also filled with a lot of what I think it's filled with a lot of what gaming shouldn't be, which is a lot of bad feelings and negative vibes, a lot of shitty stuff. Bile. You know what it is? Esports may be the thing that takes video games and makes them another soulless, heartless thing in the world of industry. Uh. That may be what what propels video games finally into the public eye beyond kids play video games. And this, I don't want the adult world to finally see video games and go, Oh, it's just like sports, a bunch of assholes and shitheads doing ridiculous (laughs) things and being overpaid for it. I just made Charlie sad. Goat, you have thoughts? I don't see it like that. I see this as like the the next X Games, the next XFL, the next Lingerie Football League, the next (laughs) insert flash pan sports in quotations, uh, you know, endeavor. I I think you're probably right. In 10 years, I don't think esports will be much of a thing. I think it'll still exist, but it'll it'll shrink in size. It's not going to It'll go back down to what it was. We're just going to have a little, little, little spike of, hey, it's a thing. Yeah. Remember that thing? No. Yeah. I mean, look at the X Games now. If you were to look at the average like high school kid and say, man, X Games, they'd be like, the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And if you showed it to them, they'd be like, this is really stupid. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, our generation <laughs> you think so? That shit was, yeah. I think Yeah, I think so. Huh. I just don't think kids are into the same... I mean, they're obviously not. They're not into the same stuff we were into yeah. when no, we were high true. school, and we were not in the same shit our parents were into in high school. Like, sure. it's just... It's a different thing, you know? I mean, I mean if you go up to Bon Jovi right now and say XFL, he's going to cringe. So, <laughs> I well. wouldn't go up to Bon Jovi. That's your problem right there. <laughs> if I went up to John Bon Jovi, I would look at him and I'd say in my best Peter Griffin voice, stop it. <laughs> I'd ask him where his steel horse was. And Whatever it is. It. Nope. Nope. Just he had good years. He had good years. We'll agree to disagree and move on, sir. <laughs> well, let's call. Let's call. Hey, the, wait, uh, wait. That sums up esports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, that's going to do it for news this week, gentlemen. All right, so since last uh, week, Technology D said, fuck us, um, <laughs> we're going to do round two fight on the our, our predictions, a predictionality, if you will. <laughs> that's right, that's right. For nice. the cheap joke of the week. Um, yeah. So uh, if you do remember your predictions last week, uh, great. If you don't, 
even better. Come um, up with Because <laughs> um, neither do they. So. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, we probably uh, couldn't tell you what they were if we listened to the audio anyways, because the audio is so unlistenable from last yes. week. I, I could listen to it and figure it out. Um, I would probably um, have, be go, have gone insane. Yes, bleeding from the ear holes and gone insane by the time I get to the end of it. That little yeah. snippet you put in there to, to prove that it was bad, I was like, ah, God, stop. How long does this go on? I tried everything I could, man, to salvage that. Yeah, it just was not this, happening. The, the distorted Tron was, was I, heavy with that. I tried a demo of a $1,500 audio restoration program, not anticipating on buying this program, but basically just to find out if this can't do it, nothing can. Yeah. And they couldn't do it. Nothing. Not even close, huh? Nothing. If wow. $1,500 can't fix it, nothing can. Yes. So, so, then, so, so leading into our predictions again. Yeah, so kind of the way we did it last time is we kind of went company by company. So let's start with Microsoft. So um, what do you guys think? We, what do you guys expect to see from Microsoft uh, this coming year? Um, I predict that they are going to continue to play it fairly safe. I, I don't think that they're going to do anything mind-blowing in terms of, uh, uh, I think we were talking about, like, exclusivity. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of going out the window. They paid for what they're getting, and I don't think they have anything, any aces up the, the sleeve for, for that stuff this year. So I predict that Microsoft will have a, um, safe, uh, but functional year. I don't think it'll be a bad year for them nothing nothing crazy you know whatever exclusives they have that are specific to the system aside from gears of war are not that noteworthy so you know well it's it's hard to say for sure until some of them come out like recore could be phenomenal it could, could be. be garbage i uh, mean yeah, yeah uh, quantum break could be phenomenal it could be garbage could be, so yeah. Yeah, there's um, a lot of what ifs on that yeah a lot of a mm-hmm. lot of new ips which i love that, I love, that i'm happy about yes um, I predict that Cuphead will be amazing. <laughs> um, I, I find that to be a fair prediction. Yes. Um, I do think we are going to see a um, a slim, a hardware revision from them. Um, okay. I, I feel like it's about time. Um, you know, I feel like the... Um, um, no, you don't think so, Goat? I, I see a hardware revision, but I see your, uh, I see your terabyte dreams coming into be- fruition before they slim it. So okay, so it's going to be so so the 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 chassis, the console, the console itself is not going to change. We're just going to see the terabyte drive as a standard. Yeah, because I mean, when they did the slim the last time, they they did the four gig little plug and play quick version and all that. And oh yeah, we're going the other way. We need more storage. So I don't think they're going to slim it down. I think they're going to beef up the the hard drive this this year. Okay, if they do any kind of revisions. Yeah. Okay, uh, a larger hard drive does seem like a natural progression. Um, just because storage is getting always mm-hmm. getting cheaper, so um, I, f- I feel like I feel like every year we'll probably see you know with with the occasional skip, but every year from each company we'll see uh, just a bump up in availability of hard drive space, just because it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Although they might just skip it all together because they have that three ter out or uh, yeah, that three three terabytes out, don't they? That plug in. Um, is that Microsoft uh, branded? Yeah, the um, oh, you're thinking of that that green one that's out. <laughs> that, that's a two terabyte okay. um, by uh, I believe it's Seagate, but it's it's, it's Xbox um, it's Xbox branded, but it's it's in as much as that it's green and says it's for Xbox. <laughs> okay, okay, I mean it's not made okay. by Microsoft. So it's Seagate, yeah. Hardware, so then yeah, believe, they'll probably so. do the revision then. Yeah. Um, I I also think that uh, I also think that Microsoft will continue to trail second place for console console sales for mm-hmm. the total year. I just, I, despite even the new IPs, I don't think that Microsoft is going to do anything mind-blowing. I think it is going to be a safe but positive year for Microsoft. Um, you know, not, not yeah, anything I, bad. I, I don't think anything ugly is I coming. I would definitely agree safe. that uh, I think if they had a motto for the year, it's going to be stay the course. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, I do think that the word connect is probably going to be removed from their vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. yeah, pretty much. If if they have any surprises up their sleeve, they've got to play that card at E3 this year. Whatever it is they've got hiding that may be a big giant whammo, they got to do it at E3. Because honestly, regardless of whether you like Sony or not, they're E3 and like pretty much everything Sony's done in terms of press conferences... Since E3, it's been pretty positive. Yeah. There's a lot of really good stuff in there that makes me excited to have that system coming yeah. out. You know what you know what I think with the Connect? I think I think Microsoft wants the Connect to do well and they want the Connect to be a, an a central part of the of the Xbox ecosystem, but they they needed to f- shift focus away from it and just sell consoles. And so, you know, with with you know with with releasing a, a, a SKU that doesn't have the Connect in the box, which they originally said they weren't going to do, with dropping the price and basically just pushing all the Connectless bundles, I think that that was done in an effort to just get consoles in the, in in households. I feel like they've got that momentum going now. So I feel what I what I could see is that them kind of kind of bringing back Connect in slowly, a little bit at a time, like either. Uh, I could see one of two things. Either one, um, putting the Connect bundle in at the same price, so not a hundred dollars more. Like so, so dropping the bundle price down to basically be the same. So you're either you're either getting like a Connect list bundle with games in it, or you're getting mm-hmm. the Connect bundle for the exact same price. Doesn't have any games in the box, but you know those games are usually you know. Uh, you know, it's it's either one sixty dollar game or older games or whatever. Anyways, so basically, basically, I could see the connect coming down to be about uh, the same valuation as a game, sixty bucks. Well, I think I think it's I think it's a hundred now. I think something like yeah. that to buy separately. Or I could see them taking some of the connect technology, specifically the microphone and voice interactive tech. John, yeah. I think this was your idea this last is, week. Yeah, this we talked about this. I was just about to reiterate this because yeah. we lost it last week, but I think we agreed then too mm-hmm. that taking the Look, if you take the camera off of it and and not knowing the architecture of the hardware, Mm -hmm. take the camera off of it and put the voice recognition hardware into the system itself. If you're Mm going to redesign the the guts and the chassis for it, put put the the voice recognition software in there because Mm -hmm. the connect features themselves that use the voice work are really all anybody uses, especially since they took the hand gestures out of it. You know, with the the big update, right. you know, dashboard update, it rendered it just voice software unless you're mm-hmm. streaming on Twitch. Well, that basically, yeah, and you know? and connect games, the few of them that there are. Yeah. Well, then you'll get a lot of the you'll get a lot of the uh, tinfoil hats then to buy one because they're worried that the uh, that, that Microsoft is watching them and yeah, so yeah. they got big yeah. that big yeah. brother is watching yeah. them through their connect and all. Or sell I just the camera separately if you really yeah. want it to be an option for yeah. people, you know, yeah. if they still I mean, want it, you know, yeah, them getting rid of it sold me. I went and got mine, but I don't. We've covered it a thousand times. In my living situation, a Kinect is utterly useless. Well, the camera of it is. Not I, even that, just in general. Like My yeah. controller is no more than a foot away from me. I, we, and we've had this conversation. Yeah. I think I think you might change your tune if you had lived yeah. with one for a little while and then realize yeah. how. I mean, it's. Let's be clear. Anything like this is. It's all convenience. It's yeah, all answers to laziness. Yeah. Certainly so, not a requirement, but yeah, yeah. It, it takes something that you have that works fundamentally really well and enriches the quality of it yeah. in a way that you probably don't realize. Yeah. And I think does. that's. I think that's where they made the the sidestep. If they if they do what Charlie says and they kind of like if they rebrand the Connect as an add on, it'll mm-hmm. do better. They they originally just shoved it down your throat if you wanted it or not. Yeah. You're getting this thing. Right. And it won't work. Your your system won't work if it's not plugged in. Yeah. You have to have it. I'm like, no, I don't. There, there's millions of homes that have no use for this. Right. <laughs> Which, well, they, I mean, they changed their tune on yeah. that pretty qu- very quickly. Yeah. Which um, is good. Good, good job. Yeah. 
but uh, yeah, but yeah. Um, as far as the exclusives are concerned, um, just if you had to say just thumbs up, thumbs down, how do you mm. th- if you had to predict reco- uh, record, do you think that's going to be good or bad? I have a good feeling about it, but mm. it's so vaporware right now. Like there's yeah. no real just that. I mean, the, the teaser video they showed for it piqued mm-hmm. my interest and the concept of, um, you know, Inafune, the designer for Mega Man working with um oh who's the who's the producer for the game? oh i don't recall um all of a sudden my brain's gone shit it's yeah. two it's two auteurs of the gaming world working together and um that intrigues me um especially because you haven't i mean what you know inafune for is, is mega man and mighty number no. nine you don't think of him working on like a modern triple a like 3d you know game so I think it. I think it has potential. I think it depends on what they show. Um, Quantum Break looks nothing like it did when it was first announced some years ago. It looks like a high quality production, though. Ricor, are you referring to the director Mark Pacini? No. Or writer Joseph Staten? No. Composer Chad Cedar? No. I can't help you. That's, those are the people listed on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> mm, it's it's Inafune, and maybe it's the publisher he's working with. It's who's publishing that. Uh, concept? No, mm. I don't know. My <laughs> brain, my brain fails me at this point. Is Amateur Studio Armature Studio? Armature, yeah. Who did uh, Metroid Prime Three Corruption, Arkham Origins, Blackgate? Mm. Um, directed by Mark Machini, director of the Metroid Prime series. Mm. Um, yeah, I might be thinking something else. Either way, um, I think that uh, Quantum Break. Has promise. Mm-hmm. It looks good from what they show of it. It's just so hard to tell what it's going to be narratively, like what, how it's going to tie together. It's a really odd looking game. So, so, so briefly, just so we can, because, um, so we have, so we have a prediction to go back on and count yes or no. Did we get it right? Um, thumbs up or thumbs down on Recore in terms of just, in, in terms of, uh, let, let's say, uh, let, let's do this. Um, over a 75 on Metacritic. Yes thumbs, or no? Thumbs up. Thumbs up on that for Recore? Quantum yeah. Break? Ah, Let's say eighty, because I think that's their barrier yeah. to the green. The green. Score. I'm going to say that Quantum Break will be serviceably disappointing. I think it'll be yeah. mediocre. Yeah. So 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 not above eighty on Metacritic. You're no. guessing. Okay. I hope so, but I don't think so. Uh, Go. Do you have any uh, uh, above or eighty? Uh, above or below eighty for uh, Recore? What do you think? Um, probably above. Okay. Quantum Break. I think it's going to be close. Like like. You gotta pick one. Like, like, like on 80. So, yes, so it'll be good, but up. it'll be technically good. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, I, I, maybe there's just the, the hopeful Xbox fanboy in me, but I'm gonna say thumbs up for both. Okay. I, I'm, I have, I, I have high hopes for both. Um, what about so, Scalebound? I have huge hopes for Scalebound. Um, yes, I, I do believe that that is gonna be. Uh, yeah. Well received. Um, yeah, I think so too. Uh, also, I'm gonna buy all the copies to make sure it is. <laughs> um, I don't think that's how that works. Um, <laughs> um, I, I don't think I have any interest in that game personally, just because yeah. hey, I've said this before. Like when we've, we've talked about Dragon Age versus Mass Effect, like I'm more about lasers and spaceships than I am about dragons and swords. Sure. Uh, same reason why I haven't played Skyrim. I just, yeah. I'm sure it's. I'm, I, I'm. I believe it's a phenomenal game. It's just, yeah. it's just not your, not your thing. Exactly. You, you tap out a Game of Thrones for your dragons. Yeah. There you go. Um, that, yeah. Um, there's dragons in that, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, yes, you played. I thought you played the game. It's been a minute. <laughs> oh, um, that's right. There was that chick with the weird dragon that bit me. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> yes. Um, Spoiler. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Then. Um, cool. So that's Microsoft. Uh, Sony. 
What do you guys think about Sony? I think Sony's going to have a really good year. Yeah. I Sony. think they're going to continue to sell heavy. I think they're, um, based on what they've got coming up that's exclusive, mm-hmm. is good enough to... I think they're going to move a lot more units than the previous couple years. Yeah. Because people like me who have been waiting for a real reason to buy this system are finally going to start getting that coming up soon. I just, you know. Do you see any? Do you see any chance of? I know. I, I know you directly, John, said in your predictions that you think that's that Microsoft is going to stay number two in the race. But do you see any chance of Microsoft pulling some rabbit out of their hat and taking? Not over unless one? they show something at E three that blows the hair off everybody's heads. No. Because uh, Sony, I mean, just just saying Final Fantasy VII Remake's coming out, that's going to move units. Right. That by itself is going to move units. Uncharted coming out is is bound to move units. Some of the, the new exclu- like exclusive stuff that they announced, I mean, there's just there's so much yeah. happening. I do Kingdom see, Hearts 3. Yeah. I, I do see with, with Microsoft's... I mean, compared Microsoft compared to Sony, Microsoft's uh, lineup of exclusive is is significantly not as impressive. I think that's it. I mean, their Sony's. original IPs, yes, yes, good, awesome, but they're it, it doesn't. Sony's winning based on nostalgia at this point. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Yeah. You know, original IPs, not as much. Yeah, a lot of indies, smaller like sure. indie IP stuff. Yep, but on the like big like uh, first party. Like a big damn video game side of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're they're going nostalgia. I will predict that Microsoft is going to make up for that, and they're going to heavily push backwards compatibility. They're going to continue to increase that roster and make more games available, and um, and that that's going to be a huge selling point of the console. Like it's it's mentionable now because it's a thing and it's something that the PlayStation Four doesn't have. But yeah. once they've bulked up that roster to the point where they've got potentially I don't know a few, you know hundreds of games available, maybe even a thousand if you include arcade titles and everything. Yeah. Um, I see that being a big selling point yeah. whether whether or not it moves units is to be is remains to be seen sure but I, I do predict that they are going to market that heavily doesn't hurt no yeah, yeah. but i think but specifically I, th- I think that as much as sony is pushing their exclusives because microsoft doesn't have that i think they're going to be pushing that instead i also That's- predict that the playstation vr will be woefully, woefully underwhelming compared to the vive and the rift you think so yeah oh yeah i mean if you guys go back i know you guys didn't get to check it out but uh during some the the PlayStation experience, you know, month and a half ago or so or whenever it was, um, the their their PlayStation VR demo was, it felt like it was technologically light years behind yeah. the, the Rift in terms of what it was doing, what they were showing, and they were excited about it, but it was really clunky and it looked really really. I could see that alpha. Yeah. It was rough. Um. Do you see any possibility that, you know, we, we talked before about how the remote play, you know, is coming to PCs for PlayStation 4 games. Um, do you see any possibility that, um, like, if you have an Oculus, for example, on your PC, that you might be able to remote play VR stuff, uh, f- you know, from your PlayStation 4 on your PC with a different VR headset? Technologically, I'm sure it's possible, but I don't think they're going to allow that. It no. would, the people are going to go with the, at least currently, if the first wave of Oculus stuff does well, um, the Rift does well, it's going to... People are going to go with the the name they trust. They're going to go with the safe bet for their money. Sure, you know, unless the PlayStation VR is just some crazy great deal. You know, no, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. The, because it's their own hardware, they, you know, just like they do with their consoles, there is the possibility that they could undercut the price just to move units and get it, you yeah. know, get the ecosystem going. Um, go. What do you think as far as PlayStation is concerned? I think PlayStation's. Uh uh, I'm gonna use a weird analogy here, and it's gonna be fun. Uh, I think I think I think PlayStation's charged their um, their buster up pretty good last year, and they're uh, they're gonna just 
let the, let the bitch fly this year and smash everybody around. Do you think this was intentional? Do you think that they that they this was a multi year plan? Yeah, like oh, yeah. like kind of let ye, let last year be under the radar and well I don't know if that's the right word but I mean like you know they didn't do a lot impressive last year in terms of software releases. No. Do you think that they that they intentionally save them to have one crazy year of 2016? Yep. Okay. I do. It makes complete sense. Last year they last year they focused on getting the hardware in your house. Okay. This year they're focusing on putting the software on the hardware that's already in your house. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's a great plan. Yeah, yeah I, no, I, I, was, I uh, could totally say I, that. They're just going to, I mean, you know, they're just, they, they, I can tell you right now, they've won I think they were doing a... You, you, okay, um, you don't see any chance of anybody else. No, there's I mean, no way. Yeah, I mean, Microsoft, They've know. got their roster, they've I, got their roster gonna... slotted, they got, they got the hardware, they got the numbers, okay. they have the most consoles in homes, and they have a all-star lineup um, coming out. It was okay. either one of two things. It was either... Sony was looking at Microsoft and went, you know what, based on how they normally do things, they're going to blow their wad at this time, so we're going to save up this shit for the next round, right? And maybe that's what E3 this past year was, was Sony going, but wait, there's more. (laughs) Um, Or it could be the total opposite. It could have been Sony going, well, we know what Microsoft's got going on over there. You know, shit trickles out. We know what they're doing. Um, Let them announce everything and, and blow their wad at E3 2015. And then we get to 2016, but wait, there's more, you know, it could be one or the other, but okay. I think, I don't know. I, I do think Sony, I don't think Sony's going to have a lot to show this year. It's like, look at what a good year um, Nintendo had 2014 in terms of announcements and all of their, uh, you know, uh, Nintendo directs. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the, after the, the new 3DS came out, the first like two Nintendo directs of the year were pretty cool. And then after that, like the second half of 2015 for Nintendo was very like, here's more shit that we already showed you just <laughs> in a different edit. Yeah. You know? And so I think, I think we may get some of that out of Sony this year, but they've got such good stuff coming out. I don't, I don't know. I don't think they're going to turn heads at E3 this year though. Not like they did last year. I could see that. I think they're going to focus on VR stuff this year. Mm. More at least. Okay. Um, I don't think there's any chance of us seeing any changes in hardware on this PlayStation. I think, nah. aside from maybe potentially a, a, you know an increase in the hard drive size, but yeah, nah. it's it's not broke. They're not fixing it. Yeah. Nah, I think they're fine with it. Yeah. Um, you know that you know we, they they've pretty much all but said I think that um, that the Vita is done. Um, do you see any chance of uh, a successor to the Vita? No, I think no, they're going to get. I think they're going to get not out of this the year or ever. Game. No, I don't think ever. I think, I think everybody's yeah. getting out of the handheld game because Nintendo, Nintendo has clenched it yep. and they've they've accepted that. Well, I think everybody's getting out of the handheld market in favor of looking at other options. You know, not not the handheld market as we know it. I think they're all looking towards well, how can we make mobile games or how can okay. we like? Phone. I think that's replaced it for a lot of people yeah. except for Nintendo who crushes it every time okay well yeah, that makes sense so. i mean it's cheaper for you just to put software on a device everybody has in their hand already right yeah yeah, yeah. i do predict that Nintendo's going to lose momentum with their handheld stuff coming up yeah though. unless so? they come up with a, something to innovate the 3ds i mean what are they going to keep doing the 4ds yeah. <laughs> um yeah <laughs> virtual boy 2016 yeah well <laughs> you know, that's they actually... could bring the virtual boy back yeah. as a vr headset yeah they could. They could probably not try it again. Maybe maybe try a couple more colors than just red this time. Well, based, yeah. based on their track record, though, like 
VR will invade the home. It'll become a commonplace thing, and then they'll put something out like six years after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, 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 With just some ass bu- backwards controls. Yeah. So, so just to button up Sony. So we, so for the most part, it sounds like we're all agreeing on the same thing here. And I don't think there's any um, out, outstanding opinions. It sounds like that we all just think that they're going to let their already announced. They're gonna let um, it ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're already, already announced... got plenty of horses pulling yeah. the chariot for 2016. Yeah. They're just gonna yeah. let it ride and yeah. see us in 2017, laughing to the bank. <laughs> Yep, I I I, I would concur. Um, so since we're getting into Nintendo, um, do you think we're going to see the, uh, the, uh, the 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 details on their, on their next console? Yes, yep. oh, yeah, I think before E three. Yeah, they'll do it in Nintendo fashion, a Nintendo Direct on a shady March evening at two <laughs> o'clock in the morning, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and go. What do you mean nobody saw that? <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's going to be okay. some wacky ass thing yep. that someone who had way too much LSD thought it was a great idea. <laughs> I predict that whatever it is they announce in very typical Nintendo fashion will be about two years behind the times. It'll be HD they'll be finally. Thinking, they'll be thinking mobile games from like last well, year. I mean, the Wii U's HD. That's what yeah. I'm saying. They have that in their stable now, yeah. so it'll be it'll at least be HD. Yeah. Um, so, so you don't think that there's any chance... See, I, I actually would disagree. I think that... Um, I, th- I feel like Nintendo, I, I, well, maybe again, maybe this is me being hopeful, but I feel like Nintendo should have learned a lesson from the Wii U and that the, the, they, 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 they won out big with the gimmick built into the Wii, you know, that, you know, you know, everybody knows that thing sold like gangbusters. I actually have no idea what that phrase means. I just know I used it right. Okay, <laughs> you did. That's correct. Um, but, um, you know, with, so with whatever they tried with the Wii U did not work as well. Um, for various reasons, you know, whether, whether or not it was the price point of the console at launch, whether or not it's, it was the you, well, yeah, or the naming <laughs> convention or it's, um, you know, I think, I, I don't think the, the weirdness of the launch, there was everything about that. Yeah. Was just, they were just like, Pleh. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that the that the library has anything to do with it because that isn't it's typical Nintendo library. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like it's it was just the weirdness. They they were ahead yeah. of the curve, but they were behind the curve, and they put out a console that was the same name as the last console. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a, everything it was like a giant puzzle of poo, <laughs> and they they dropped at you like two. And it was like what two weeks before it came out. They're like, oh, by the way, it comes out in two weeks. <laughs> did they did they pull that? I don't recall that. Um, they actually, no, no, no. Now I do. Now I, I feel like I am. They but, weren't very, very. They weren't very vocal about it at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I am remembering that now. That that the uh, yeah, that, the, like, that okay. the announcement to release was was very short. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't Sega Saturn short, but it was short. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to say they. I want to say like it might have been a couple weeks or a month. Yeah, I want to say they came out in November, and I want to say like first week of October is when they said it was coming out. That I feel like that might be right now that you say it. Um. So, but I feel like, I feel like Nintendo's, you know, that their accountants are telling them you can't, you got to reel Don't it. do that again. You got to reel, <laughs> reel it back in a little bit, guys. You have to like, you know, you know, it's like we, we took a gamble with the Wii U. It did not pay off, I don't think. Um, mm. And, um, you know, it's like, you know, they, they've done some fina- things financially with like the Amiibo and Smash and things like that to like, I think, feel like bring them back into the black. Sure. But like just in general, the Wii U was a misstep. And yeah. I feel like their accountants are telling them that and that they are, you know, whether or not, you know, it remains to be seen who's going to win that argument, whether it's the, I'm assuming the accountant's saying, just please make something that's a little bit more mainstream, a little bit more acceptable, a little bit more easily understood versus the crazy concept designers on LSD, like Goat said, I don't coming think up with like the, the crazy, you know, crazy gimmicks and control schemes. See, but I don't think they're going to get away from that. I think that whatever it is the NX is and whatever they put out, in very typical Nintendo fashion, will be so unique that it will continue to ostracize them from the rest of the gaming community because developers won't want to develop 
a game that they can put on two out of three major platforms. It's just it's the same fight they've been fighting. But we are ma- we are missing a major point. They mm. are under new management. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing. That's the that, X factor. There's a little bit of new blood in there. Yeah, but I have a feeling that this. I mean, the, they announced the NX before Iwata's passing. So, no, but, but with plenty of time to make changes. I yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. The new um, guy can come in and be like, whoa. Yeah. whoa. Well, <laughs> what 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 the NX is also? I mean, we don't know because we're not behind the scenes. Right. I think a lot of the, whether or not it's changed will depend on how far along in development they were. If they're planning yeah. on uh, announcing this in March for show in March. Is I think kind of what people were saying, which mm-hmm. is you know two months from now, less than a month and a half from now at this yeah. point. Then they've they've had prototype in hand. They've got working software to show off. They've got hardware at least to show off. I mean, maybe it's got to be far enough in development because this was not announced that long ago. No, but but just because you're that far along doesn't mean you make, you can't make changes. Sure. Um, uh, I, I totally get what you're saying, but having been on the development side of some timelines, I've seen some very, very major pivots in uh, mm. in short amounts of time that I would not have thought possible. Yeah, There's 24 hours so. in a day. You can work all 24 of them. Mm. Yeah, when, when you when you have multinational development teams, mm-hmm. yes, you can. You literally can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, things can be changed. Yeah, mm. fairly quickly. Um, so so I I kind of. I kind of feel like if there is going to be anything, any kind of a gimmick that it's going to be nowhere near as off the wall as, as we've seen with like the Wii and the Wii U, um, you know, they, I've, they got to come back to center at some point. Yeah. But, but they still do want to stand out. So I'm kind of predicting that the NX is going to be that, that the core of the console is going to be handheld, but it's going to be, um, you know, kind of like, like if the, if, if the guts of the Wii U were in the gamepad so that you could actually take it and leave the house with it, you know, battery life, you know, being whatever it, whatever it is, but you know, kind of, kind of flipping that on its head a little bit. It's kind of makes you wonder why Superboy. Um, kind of, yeah. <laughs> it just makes you kind of wonder why then, why not just take like the new 3DS and make that the controller for the system? It's got to touch. Because I think it's going it to be bigger. It's, it's going to be like Wii U sized. Mm. Um, if if they do that, I think it's got to. I be don't that think big. that's a good idea. A lot I, of people. I'm not saying like it's the, a good idea. But <laughs> I don't think a lot of people. I like the gamepad. I think it's pretty mm. cool. It would be I, really I good. As a lot of people like it. I would. I, I would like. The, the idea like Charlie has where I could take it with me. That would be more functional for me. Yeah, because I don't see it being a dual screen kind of a thing because clearly Nintendo has not utilized that functionality. We've talked about that yeah. several times. Well, nobody wants to. Nobody wants to. I mean, Nintendo even proper, even first party titles. Fucking... What are you talking about? They, they busted it out of the, wa- out of the walls on Donkey Kong. That was the best use of that screen ever. Oh, God. Uh, folks, this is what we call sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, if you're not familiar, um, when you're, uh, you know, with some games, it's just, it's mirrored between what's on the screen and what's on the gamepad with Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Um, it was, whichever one you were playing on, the other screen was just black. black. It was just off. Yeah. It was completely just underutilized at the point of literally being not used. Didn't even so, need a placeholder graphic. Yep. Nothing. No. Just yeah. nothing. No map. Um, no nothing. No so, firm handshake. So yeah. we all kind of kind of feel maybe like Nintendo's. We've got some diff- varying opinions. I seem to think they're going to play it kind of how they've been playing it. And do so, what do you think the gimmick's going to be? I don't know what the gimmick is going to be. It's so hard to tell. I mean, they're it's going to be amiibo mobile, driven. But you think they're going to go all in on amiibo and have that? The only way this thing's know? going to work now is you have to buy an amiibo to I run th- it. <laughs> I think the gimmick is. My big prediction for Nintendo is just that the gimmick is going to continue to ostracize them from. Hmm. Other developers, guys like Ubisoft or Infinity Ward wanting to put out games on their system because if you make a gimmick yep. or a control system that doesn't 
suit those games ever the rest of the industry is going to work around you as they have been doing with nintendo for a while and nintendo's fan base will continue to be very loyal and very rabid but i don't think it's going to grow much beyond where it is right now. right here's here's what i'll say i don't think i don't think nintendo cares about the stuff that's currently cross-platform no. being all supported to their consoles not at all um because which like, is good that's clearly because i think there's only a handful of games that did it well, and everybody else bailed ship well but the reason that that is is because of the way it currently is like I, f- I feel like if like if i'm if i'm activision and i've got call of duty and i could put that on another platform to be able to sell more copies without much effort i'm gonna do it because then i, I make more money yeah the reason why they don't do it is because nobody bought those games mm-hmm. well no, no the, the reason why they don't do it is because they have to worry about a second screen which is a whole nother thing to worry about but even if they choose not to worry about that and just put a logo or black screen or whatever on there they still then have to d- deal with cross compiling do completely foreign architecture from everything else they develop on everything else is x86 you know with with the wii u being what it is it's a completely it speaks an entirely completely different language so where i'm going with this my prediction is that the, is that the nx is going to be x86 it's going to be the same architecture as everything else in the world because it I've said this before. If they don't, they are idiots. So they can snag the cross-plat. They're, they're, well, it's, and I, like I say, I don't know how much they care about the cross-platform stuff, mm-hmm. but even just new original first-party stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, even, even, for, even with developers coming up with new things, they don't want to have to learn that architecture and having to learn how to deal with a completely you know, you know, singular yeah. ecosystem for this one thing. If at least it's the same code set and the same, I mean, not the same code set, but the same architecture as everything else, at least they already have a starting point to be able to come up with something new they have kind of put themselves on an island and they're down to their five or six things yeah so none of which are fucking metroid by the way (laughs) yeah so so uh, more on that in one second (laughs) but so so that's my prediction is that it is going to be x86 not necessarily for cross-platform compatibility although that wouldn't hurt but more just to get developers on board and be able to easier develop for the console even just just anything um so you know whether you know gimmick or gimmick aside you know it's if if you if you can't speak the language you're not going to develop for the console if, if it's not worth you learning the language is, is you know is, yeah. is a bad analogy but is it's it's I, I the same kind can, of idea i think we can button button this nintendo up with they're either gonna have to shit or get off the pot that's what <laughs> that's the corner they've painted themselves into all right but now coming over to software go do you think we're gonna see uh, a metroid a, a, a proper next metroid game this year uh i think we're due that's not what um, I asked. <laughs> we, we've been due for a while. No, no, I think no, no, a lot no, of people no. would say. We've, we've done Star Fox. We've done uh-huh. Zelda. We've done uh, Mario, 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 Mario. <laughs> uh, yes. Donkey Kong. Uh-huh. Um, we, we're, we're literally at the end of the line. You, no. you have one last game to do, and it's Metroid. Mm-hmm. So, God, I hope so. <laughs> I think they have to. It's the only... That's I all mean, they got left. That's the, the only ace in the hole they yeah. got left from their first party lineup that hasn't really been featured on the yeah. system. Even if it's Metroid Prime 4, I don't care. I don't, I don't want another Prime game. I want I don't, something that's more... I, I want, I, I want Metroid. Super Metroid Wii U. Not or, Other M. No, no, no. God, no. Want... No. No. Never, ever, never. Look, <laughs> between Wooly World and, and Tropical Freeze and any of the other like Nintendo games or new Super Mario Brothers very much if it ain't broke don't fix it people really like the modern takes on traditional style Nintendo games because they're still great games and charming and great level design usually great music and great use of color and so just make us another traditional Metroid game just not anything fancy a fucking 2D yeah 2.5D 
Just you know, Metroid game. Give me Super Metroid U. There you go. And we're on our way. So then that's my next question. So so I, I will agree that I think that we're probably going to see a Metroid game this year, even if it's just teased. Um, but do you think it's going to be for the Wii U or do you think it's going to be for the NX? I kind of hope it's for the Wii U because then I can get it on sale um, when the NX comes out. <laughs> okay. But it'll be for the NX. You, you, if you're, you're going to sell something, obviously you're going to take the one franchise you haven't put out on the Wii U yeah. and go, hey, you need this new console because this that is i i would agree with that i think that from a from a i I believe that they believe they have sold all the wii u's that they're going to sell for the most part Mm -hmm. um and that um putting the next proper metroid game as a launch title for the nx is a surefire way to sell a ton of nx and if they want to back that up they should put splatoon 2 far too logical for nintendo i think (laughs) they're gonna i think they're gonna use metroid to move a few more Wii U units until the NX comes out, and I think that they're going to then um, start the cycle over by uh, showing off Mario mm-hmm. hardware on the NX. Super Mario NX. <laughs> yep. See, I think that Zelda is going to or be Mario what that what you are seeing them using Metroid for, for is what I think they are using Zelda for. I think that the Zelda Wii U game is going to be that thing that rides out the end of the Wii U console cycle. I just hope mm-hmm. to put a uh, another Zelda Wii U out to go with this one, like a special edition. Oh, like, oh, uh, yeah. With the little, like, uh, framework and all that sure, stuff. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, I could almost guarantee yeah. that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll predict that, that, that there will be a special edition Wii U to go with the next album. I will game. predict it will be in my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I will agree with that prediction. <laughs> um, uh, do you guys see any more first party titles coming out of Nintendo because of the success of Splatoon? Do you think they're going to, do you think they're going to experiment anymore on those lines? I think mm-hmm. I think Split, we talked about this when we tried to predict it mm-hmm. last week. I think Splatoon did well enough that they, they should It'll continue to do Splatoon. But do you think it was a fluke, or do you think it's the start of a trend? I think that there's a guy in the office right now that goes, they're in the black, make a second one. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, but that's another Splatoon. My question is, is do you think they're going to try more new things? Oh, no, no, no. I hope they do. No. I think they should. No, they're going to focus more on the NX, and we'll see more innovation for the NX okay. than we will for. I think they're. I think you're right. I think they're kind of putting the Wii U to bed finally, and they. I think all sites are on the next. Okay. The yeah. next adventure. Okay. Um, handheld. Do you see any changes to the three? The the, the their handheld it. lineup. <laughs> um, I think. <laughs> Don't well, they change it every year? What changes they'll so. make will be the second control subtle. Based on the new 3DS, they'll make the eye tracking for the camera just a little sharper, a little smoother for the 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they'll make the thumb nub that's supposed to act as a thumbstick and camera controller. Mm-hmm. I think they will make that more like the circle pad in the next version of it because sure. that nub is functional for camera use, but not in a first-person shooter on that thing. It's yeah. not good. It's not great. Um, oh, the C-stick? Yeah, the C-stick. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think the changes will be subtle. Okay. Yeah, I think they should move the C stick. Just a just an iter- just a revision, just a cleanup. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If if you could just revise that C stick and do a second uh, actual nub, that'd sure. be nice. Mm. Um, yeah, I'll agree with all those things. Um, okay, so what about any of the other um, any of the other major players? Um, any uh, 
any changes, uh, anything. I mean, of course, you know, we can we could easily say, yeah, I predict EA is going to put out sports games that all have 16 in them or 17 in them or whatever. We, yeah, we had that conversation last yes. week. The proof is I do not understand how sports games work. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, in fact, does not sport ball. In any I, I do not. I, I do not. Um, that's verified. Um, but aside from that, um, do, do you think we're going to see Mass Effect this year? I think we'll get actual gameplay footage, yeah. E3. But you think a release this holiday or no? No, no not no. next holiday you're thinking? I'm going to say spring 20. Spring? Spring I'm, I'm saying spring for the game and then probably fall for the uh, the second ending. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's hope not. I hope they learned their lesson there. Um, I'm pretty sure they did. When you go out and redo an ending because people yeah. butt hurt, you try not to butt hurt them twice. Yes. Cost money to fix butt hurting. Yes. <laughs> Um, how do you, do you, uh, trying to think of some other major, uh, releases. Raymond, out. Raymond, uh, Raymond deities. I want to see out. Yeah. Um, uh, that's my working title. Yep. Uh, I w- I'll play it. Um, <laughs> do you, uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. Same thing. Uh, or over, over, under 80%. Uh, the next, uh, mirror's edge. What do you think? Uh, I think it'll be thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't played the first okay. two, one, I first, know. first one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Everybody says, uh, given my, uh, uh, visual properties. Mm. I will probably spray v- vomit all over my room. Do you get motion sick? I don't, but I guess it's so fluid and stuff like that with my limited vision. Um, I'm not sure that that would affect you, but I mean, I, yeah. I'll give it a whirl. It just, I mean, I'm sure you can find it in the bargain nowadays. It's yeah. a good game. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but uh, it looks good. I mean, it'll probably yeah. do really good. The first one was kind of an underground success, from my understanding. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. And with I'm that. guessing this one yeah, now has the clout to be uh, above ground success. Yeah. yeah. Well, people were surprised by it. They thought we would never get a sequel to the first yeah, one yeah. because the first one was un- it was highly anticipated, but did not sell as expected. Yeah. So yeah, well reviewed, underperformed. Yep. Yep. That's it. Um, that was I think it'll games. be thumbs up. Trying to think of some other major titles coming out this year that uh, that we haven't already talked about. Uh, Far Cry Primal. Oh, I think that's going to be great. I think it'll be. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, well, we did this for Microsoft. We didn't do it for Sony. I mean, like, oh, okay. this this is a given. Uncharted. Do you think that's going to be? Thumbs up. Do you think that's going to be? No, game that's going to be terrible. It's <laughs> be the worst game ever. I think it'll be good stuff. Do you think Uncharted is going to be Game of the Year 2016? No, just based on no, no, no. no. You don't think it's going to be that good? Nope, not okay. the fourth one. No, okay. No. Um. Let's see. Um, I better button up some shit from the third one, though. Yeah. Do you, um, do you anticipate Last Guardian coming out this year? No. Nope. No, you don't think so? Nope. nope. I think, I think it'll be... Did. I do. At a minimum, summer 2017. I, 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 I could see... With how long they've been working on it, I could see it yeah. coming out this fall. Or, you know, the, the, this holiday season. I'd like it, but I don't think it's going to I think it's just a headline thing. I don't think it exists. I mean, they show gameplay footage at E3. Great. I do yeah. think Somebody I do, do think CGI <laughs> rendering. No, I, th- I think I think that's real. I think Bethesda is um, going to announce the next Elder Scrolls game at E3. Yeah, they just had Fallout done, and when you think about yep. it, Skyrim's pushing what four years old. Yep, it's time to roll out that one. Yep. So that'd be mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls six. Six. I don't think so. Steve's I think barbecue. I th- <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I think that they will announce some more about Elder Scrolls Online to try and do some more with that. Ooh. Um. They might not do Elder Scrolls Six, but I do predict that we will get uh, at least one sizable DLC for Fallout. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, like big and yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like 
you know, Bethesda is not in a rush to release a game yeah. right now. They are they their their coffers are quite full. Have they Fallout ever right really been in a rush? That's what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> so you know, I don't, I don't, I think I feel like this is too soon for them to announce like a next like their, I don't know, their next major game. I don't know. They do have to erase Elder Scrolls Online. I mean, like that's the thing though. They they have a lot of money sunk into that. I think they're going to try and. Squeegee it out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just try and get a little bit more out of it before they move on. Um, so I, I don't see that being this year. If they do mention anything, it's going to be the the, the briefest of mentions. It's and a thing. Yeah. Talk to you next year about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. throw the logo up on the yeah. screen to get people to cheer and get some headlines and mm-hmm. to say, yes, we're working on it, and then move on. Yes. Yeah. But that I, I see that being the most. Um, oh, let's see. Um Final Fantasy 15, do you think we're going to see this year? Yeah. Actually released? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, I'll yeah, agree yeah. with that. Oh, yeah. Um, simultaneous worldwide release like they've been doing before? Yep. 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 Okay. I think so. And I'm, Late 2016. I'm thinking, I'm really hoping we'll get, uh, we'll hear about Final Fantasy 15.5. <laughs> nope. Well, they did 13.3, so I mean, if they follow the things, they have to go to 15.5. Um, yes, and we all saw how well that worked out for them. Um, Great. <laughs> um, you, get, you guys have any other any other cursory predictions? What about Oculus? How do you think Oculus is going to? I think perform? this year is going to be the year that VR finally yeah. they it's deliver on the, the promise that we've been hearing since 1990. Yeah, <laughs> this is the year. Uh, yeah, Total Recall. All your futuristic movies will become reality, and it will be coming into your homes, and it'll become a normal, almost probably a normal thing as Microsoft and Sony. Okay, in your vernacular, I think it will start to be common. Uh, become common. Um, Oculus will do the first version of commercial version of Oculus, the Rift, rather I should say, will do well. Not well enough to become mainstream in the home, but I think it will set the precedence that will allow the technological snowball to get rolling on, lowering the price and future Prove versions. the medium, get other people on yep, board. Yep, that's it. Yeah, I should probably clarify that. I They're th- not going to be flying into homes, but it's definitely going to be under. <laughs> it's going to be under base tongue. I yep. think the Vive will be the HD DVD of of. This battle, I don't think even with win. Steam behind it. Even with Steam behind it, really? no. Yeah, because because Steam does not account for console players, and console players are going to want something different. Console players may go for the VR, the PlayStation VR, right? Okay. But as far as Steam goes, Oculus, because I spent a lot of time on the PC and in that community, the Ocul- the the Steam community is already firmly rooted in the Oculus Rift. Heavily, heavily rooted in the Oculus. There's a loyalty. There's a brand loyalty on the PC there. And so PlayStation VR may get some momentum if they can come up with something better on a software level than what they're presenting right now. But I don't think the HTC is going to get have the same kind of momentum because there's already an installed base with the Oculus. I, well, I, I, I think would, it looks awesome. Yeah. I want it to be successful. One of, one, one of the one of the lost news stories from last week was we talked about the price points of the units of what we thought about that and everything. So I wish we could go over all that again, but I don't want this to be a three hour show, so we're not going to. But um, yeah, it, 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 I think it just in shorter remains to be. It, it depends quite a bit on what the price of the Vive ends up being. Yeah. I, I think. See, I agree and disagree with John. I agree that the Oculus is the Nintendo of VR. Interesting. Where you say video games, everybody says Nintendo like, immediately. Mm. Now you say VR, immediately everybody says Oculus. The Kleenex of tissues. Yes, yes, they're they're the name. Okay. I disagree, though. I think the uh, PSVR is going to be the 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 bastard child that gets kicked out. 
like the mini. Oh, I could see that. Like the mini disc sure. of VR, where everybody's like, "Oh, you tried. Good job again, Sony. Good job, Sony. <laughs> trying to break, you know, trying to upgrade the CD. There, no one cares but you. <laughs> but if if HTC can put out that unit, which I don't see being possible with the amount of hardware it looks like they're showing off in there, if they can put that thing out for one hundred and fifty dollars less, two hundred dollars less. Anything less, maybe they have a fighting chance. Yeah. Well, and yes, with the same argument that we had about you know maybe Sony will undercut the price of the PlayStation VR because they can. Um, you know, I I don't I'm not familiar enough with you know how much of a financial involvement Valve and Steam by extension has mm. in the Vive. If so, they may want to. They may under they may subsidize the price of the Vive to get more units out there to just bolster their ecosystem so that they could have they could have control over it. That's possible yeah, too. My I mean, only thing with with this whole fight is the Connect is proof that good ideas do not for a success make. That's yes. The Connect is a good idea. Yeah. It's got some neat things, but not only is it not as functional as it was promised to be. There is no killer app for it. Yeah. There's no, there's no, that's probably the biggest deficit I see in VR is not even the price point. It's even the Rift does not have a killer application to back it up. Same thing with the Vive, same thing with the, especially the PlayStation VR. There's so many weird, wacky things you can do on the PC with VR that you can't do on the console. So there has to be software to back up the PlayStation VR and what they've shown has been abysmal so far. Yeah. But John, I disagree with you entirely that there is no killer VR app on the PC. Um, there is a virtual reality, my little pony game that exists <laughs> where you, oh, where you clincher. can, How where did you I can take it? the, where you can take on the mantle of a pony and explore Ponyville and Equestria. And I'm kidding, of course, but <laughs> The game exists for the gamer the that wants no, it to exists. feel like it they, is, uh, they just ate very drugs, much, all the drugs. <laughs> it is very much a, um, a, I think, a single person developer pet project. It is a mm. thing. It is not like pet project. Well, what? Yeah. I agree with John. The one, there's not any software. It's like, I need this. And two, VR, we need to still remember that this is niche, high end tech stuff. For now. For now. Same with the Connect. Yeah, sure. Not everyone needs it. Yeah, they the general will... pop does not need VR, nor do they need a Connect. So you're I've... looking for a very tight knit group of people that are very picky with what they play. I predict that whoever it is that is, whether it's Oculus themselves or a third party that nails it down, the VR technology has arrived. We've tried it ourselves. We've had plenty of time to play with all of it now, and we all agree it has landed. Yep. Whoever is the one that nails down controllers, and maybe it's HD or maybe it's uh, Oculus's hand controllers that we've seen with the sensors on them that put your hands in front of your face and let you open doors and throw things and interact. Maybe those will be it. Maybe somebody will come up with something better. But whoever it is that can pair your hands up with being in a VR world will be the ones that win that fight. Um. Oh, I was going to say something. I lost it. Um, yeah, I mean, the um, I mean, you know, I, I sent, you know, these guys a, a demo video that a, that a gentleman did of the Vive. It was impressive. And yeah, with the with with exactly what John is talking about, you know, the guy, you know, the gentleman playing the HTC Vive in a room where you can look around and lean over things. And, you know, it's it's a it's has the the, the room positioning tech that the Oculus doesn't have. 
um, with the controllers that he has. And he, he was talking about how, because even though he's holding this goofy, like giant Wiimote, like PlayStation move looking controller thing in his hand. Um, but in his visor, he can see he has that directional, like locational positioning of his hand. And even he's, he's holding it. He can see that his hand is holding a gun. He believed he was holding a gun. He said it was that convincing. So, you know, the that's, reality part. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think that's one of the things that I think give Vive a head up. But we're, 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 we're you know, let, let, let's digress. Um, yeah, we're way off the, yeah. the path here. Um, so, so I think we all agree that this is like the year where virtual reality has yeah. proves itself. Yeah, mm-hmm. this um, is the year of VR. This is the beginning. This is this yeah. is the year of the birth of VR. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it's definitely not going to be uh, no, no mass no. market quite yet. No, cool. We're not quite to total recall yet. No, um, that'll be twenty seventeen. Yeah. Um, all right, I think we've covered all the major bases here, and yeah. uh, clock is running deep. So uh, we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll yeah, we'll uh, we'll button this up here, and we'll move along to uh, your guys's predictions. All right, so we're uh, we're doing uh, your predictions in our mailbag again, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is it's it's fine. They're they're still funny. A week they're still late. relevant. They're still good. So we're going to do them again. Yes. Uh, so what do you got in the players club? Drive? So in the players club, I got some responses here. So Mitch Tayo says one, I predict another delay for Last Guardian, and two, I and, uh, and so so we had asked um, what uh, the, so the question specifically was is what are your predictions for gaming in 2016, and how did your expectations for 2015 compare to what actually happened? So his uh, Mitch Tayo's prediction for 2016 is that he predicts another delay for Last Guardian, and that uh, as far as how 2015 was different, he said I never would have expected to log as much time with a new metal gear game as i did that was a delightful surprise um agreed on the second point for oh, sure yes. sir um i really hope there is not a delay for the last guardian as i said earlier i do expect I, I i i actually do expect it to come out this year but it would sadly not surprise me if there was a delay um uh, dash says uh, i expect nothing so i can't just be disappointed and 2015 was basically this and it's a picture of um uh, what, what's this guy, what's the kid's name from uh, malcolm in the middle dewey dewey from malcolm in the middle and the caption says i expect nothing and i'm still let down <laughs> that's, that's, tragic. that's 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 a nice bar i mean it's a, i suppose it's an effective uh attitude so there's that um joe Mueller says i'm predicting all the worst things so i can hopefully feel good about being wrong uh, number one, PSVR will be announced for 705 US dollars, which is $599 adjusted for inflation. Uh, two, it will be swiftly delayed one year along with all the PS4 exclusives. All of them? All the exclusives? All of them? All the exclusives. He wants all of the cakes! Um, number three, PSN will be hacked twice. Um, in addition to the one we already had, uh, Xbox One fanboys and fangirls will use it as an excuse to bash PSN. Um... Well, uh, kind of, kind of like Joe, you recently uh, took the opportunity to bash Xbox Live for their recent downtime. So, um, you know, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I love you. Um, Number four, my singular unlikely ray of hope prediction. Nintendo will release a system relevant to the generation that made it mighty and reclaim its place as the lord of all platforms. Um, Wow. Here's hoping. So he's um, gonna be a lonely, sad dude. <laughs> uh, number five, PC Master Racists. That's what he put. Uh, will continue to proclaim their superiority from atop a castle build of obsolete hardware they bought throughout the last year. Um, gonna leave that one alone because I don't want to get. I don't want to get shot. Uh, number six, the new Assassin's Creed game will, will look great and feature Scott Stapp. If I keep suggesting it, I feel <laughs> like it will happen. Um, 
No, please. Uh, but also, there will not be a new Assassin's Creed game. Uh, we mentioned that last week. That's true. That, um, because that, uh, Taking a year off. Yep. Because Scott Stapp's in jail. <laughs> that, I'm sure that's the reason. <laughs> um, little did we know, it was it was him all along. Um, yeah. Maybe he'll build an altar bridge over it. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. That's a terrible joke. Of, Scott um, Stapp's a terrible person. He, uh, he, that's what they yeah, say. That's, yeah, uh, fuck that guy. Um, you, Not literally. Uh, yeah. Uh, he continues, as far as 2015 went, uh, it was pretty great. A uh, Call of Duty game that I actually enjoy. Rainbow Six has restored my faith in matchmaking, and who could forget Fallout 4? The one rain cloud in my ear was that Uncharted was pushed, but I'm actually not even upset about that. Um, yeah, that's fair. Well, my mind went to a way weird place. I was like, who's Which, using Rainbow Six for a dating site? <laughs> you know, that that actually did come through my head, too. But, uh, that's, that's, I, I'm not alone in the weirdness. I'm like, wait I, a minute. I had faith in one of you to pick up, pick up that joke. <laughs> um, Danny Meckler says, much like 3D TVs and cell phones, VR will be a very niche market. And no one will care in a year. Uh, You're wrong. Disagree, sir. Uh, my 3D and, TV is doing great holding my good 4K TV. Well, instead of just saying you're wrong, I'll ask instead then, uh, uh, Joe, do, have you... Danny. Or Danny, Danny I'm yeah. sorry, Danny. Have you yourself tried, uh, been able to try any VR products? Because I hoped and wanted for, but was indifferent till until I tried. Yes. And have you put entirely your, changed my mind immediately. Have you put your peepers fit. into the, uh, the, the headset, pal? Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and I just realized that was the thing I was going to say earlier that I forgot um, that uh, when we were comparing, um, you know, whether or not it's going to be like a gimmick or not, is that um, um, I figure we were comparing it to. But that's the thing. It's like, you know, when you put on a VR headset, it's um, oh, oh, we were comparing it to connect um, yeah. as far as whether or not it's going to be like whether or not people are going to care. And it's, you know, when you put people in front of connect, like if I bring if uh, I brought my my gear VR to Christmas and I was showing it to like my aunts and uncles and cousins and everything like people, you know, people who are farther along in their years than I am. And, um, they, um, you know, if I were to bring them over and show them connect, they'd be like, Oh, that's nice. And they'd be like, go, they was like, can't you just pick up the controller to do all this? But I put the, the gear VR in their heads and they were absolutely blown away by this thing. Mm -hmm. It is, it is a completely different experience. It is, it is not just a gimmicky add on. It is, it is a revolutionary way to play games. It is. It's its own monster. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta shout Meckler out though and, and say thanks. I talked to him and thanked him personally, but, uh, uh, you know, for the during the Christmas holiday, Danny actually gifted me a copy of uh, Talos Principle on Steam. Oh, nice! Which I have not had a chance to play yet. It's on my two playlist shortly here. Um, but uh, thanks, Danny. It was really nice of you, man. I just got uh, uh, Talos Principle in uh, the um, the most recent um, um, uh, humble humble monthly bundle. Nice. So I, I have a copy of that now Very on good. PC. So hopefully, I'll I'll play that one day. Um. And uh, and finally, uh, uh, Ricky Keller says Telltale will announce the third season of Walking Dead, um, uh, in addition to the Michonne thing that they've already announced. I presume mm-hmm. he means uh, Nintendo's new platform, the NX, turns out to be a cell phone like the PlayStation Phone failure. Um, okay. Uh, new Red Dead Redemption announced and slated for late 2017. Yes, yes please. please. Yes, please. No, thank um, you. Uh, shut up, goat. Get out, goat. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> nobody cares about your opinions if they're different than mine. That's true. Um, uh, <laughs> And uh, there will be more games with sandbox components than without. Please, no more. I gotta wonder if making <laughs> sandbox games are cheaper than the alternative. I'm sure it, it is. Yeah, you, you just have to you just have to build the world. 
and yeah, drop you everything spend, into it. Yeah, and it's, you spend a crap ton of time building that one gigantic massive sure. world. But once it's built, yeah, you just drop stuff into it. So, yeah. But I'm, I'm so burnt, though. I'm yeah. so burnt on open world. Uh, give me something. Uh, you say that, but you're loving Metal Gear. Uh, no, I'm loving it, but I can't. I can't. There's not enough hours to play all of them. I'm, I'm yeah. afraid I'm going to have to cut something out of my playlist here soon. I, yeah, it's, it's not even open world games. I just want shorter games, please. Yeah, shorter is <laughs> fine. They can be open world. Just give me twenty hours, please. Yeah. I, I, I never, th- I never in a million years thought I would be asking for shorter games. I'll even take twelve to fifteen at this yeah. point, honestly. All right, and that's uh, that's what we have for uh, social media responses. Oh, I, I had one. On, oh. uh, on my personal thingamajig. <clears throat> uh, it's for Mister Matt Alfring. So, so. Oh, sit back. Uh, yeah, buckle up, boys yeah. and girls. We're about ready to go on a smile party. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Everyone will die when the coming of the Holy Zylon army rains down upon us and deems us unworthy of life. Mm. Uh, as for video games, I predict new Madden, new Call of Duty, and mini games continuing to be elitist assholes. <laughs> Much like Smile Party. <laughs> oh man, Smile Party's for everybody. Smile, smile Party is the people. <laughs> And uh, we have a Songbird email. Songbird writes, Dear Tectatronic and Goat and Fallon Flynn, uh, mailbag answer. Sorry, guys, but I'm generally not very good at predicting future events, but that doesn't mean I can't do wishful thinking. Kingdom Hearts 3 release date uh, the, for a prediction. Mm-hmm. Um, a Chow Garden for the next Sonic game. Uh, presuming there will be a next Sonic game, I'm assuming, as she's saying. Don't, don't crush your dreams. Okay. No. And uh, for <laughs> Nintendo to announce the reimagining of the Satellaview. We looked this thing up last week, <laughs> and it is uh, it is a basically a satellite modem for the Super Nintendo, or yes. Super Famicom to be specific, because yes. it, mm-hmm. it did not get a stateside release. Um, so so I, I don't know what the... Um, I mean, I don't know what the reimagining of that would be. We already have Ethernet ports yeah, <laughs> on our yeah, existing yeah. consoles. Um, so I'd be curious to know, Songbird, if, if I'm missing more about this, if it did more than just being a modem. But um, uh, hey, if, if, if it works and if, it, if whatever it is makes me want to buy it, then I, I kind of want to get my hands on one just to hook it up to my Famicom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's fair. I forget you have an actual Famicom. Yes, I yeah, do. Yeah. One of these days we'll have to bring it over and do some retro. Um, yes. Please. In Japanism. That sounds delightful. <laughs> Uh, so before I get to my random questions, I have to ask, Sombra continues, um, if they're expecting me to throw that much money for an Oculus, then why in the world hasn't there been demos for the average consumer? Um, there will be. Very soon. Yeah, the, you're going to start to see retail pop-ups. Uh, go to, go there to, go there to... has been-ish. Um, they had an Oculus at the auto show oh. for uh, a, like, don't be a douchebag. Drive with your phone demo. Oh, but that yeah. was more to show off. I mean, that and wasn't to sh- that wasn't was, to get yeah, you to yeah, yeah, buy yeah. an I'm, Oculus. I, yeah, I'm saying yeah. It, it's not like a true yeah. demo, and but still not like public demo. Like they, yeah, they have been saying that they're gonna you're gonna start seeing you know. I think she's yeah. outlets. I think she's saying like walking to Best Buy, hang a right. That's gonna happen. Drop yeah. into the Oculus. That, that will happen. Songbird. At this point in time, they're not worried about the average average Best Buy shopper. They are worried about the people who have been following it because I mean they, they don't want to drop this thing into Best Buys right now because it's gonna be hard enough for them to keep up with demand as it is. And so right now they're basically just right now the only they don't really they're probably not spending a dollar on marketing right at this moment because everybody that they want to sell it to right now already knows about it so so as soon as they've caught up with the with the initial demand and the initial pre-orders like when we get into holiday season you're going to start to see in-store demos going to recoup some of their losses yes they got to get their marketing together first before they launch it to the world 
Yep. Just super, super, super briefly. We mentioned this last week, and all and all of our opinions on the uh, the pricing of the Oculus and the, the disappointment surrounding it. Props to them for giving uh, um, pr- uh, consumer final edition customer headsets to all the original Kickstarter that backers. Is yes. great. That is great. That is such an admirable thing. Yes. That is a six hundred dollars savings for those yeah. who. Put mm-hmm. their head head in. Who and, helped? Who yeah. the Oculus would not exist if it weren't for these people? Yeah, who, most likely. Who so, jumped so. off the pier blindly into Kickstarter land and yep. goes, "This should be a thing." Yes. So so good on you, Oculus, for that. Not so much about everything else. <laughs> um, Songbird continues and asks, "So, what video game characters do you think would handle money the worst? Be it because of their character or the fact that never having money in their respective games?" Um, so just trying to. We had some good answers for this last week. I just have to try and remember them all. Um, um, Kirby, because I feel like he would just eat it. Yes. Yes, that's true. He'd be bad at handling money. I bad at handling um, money. I feel like... W- would he blow money? I don't know what that is. That's means. a terrible joke because he's always doing the... He no. sucks and he blows it out. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, I got it. God damn it, goat. <laughs> um, I feel like Wario is good at handling money. I feel, I, I feel like Mario is good at handling money because yeah. we constantly see him collecting money in games. He never spends it on anything. And yeah, he, he has the exact he's same hoarding. set of clothes that he's had this entire time. So he's... That man has to be a billionaire at this point. Um, uh, I feel like I feel like Snake would be terrible with money. You think so? Um, terrible? Yeah, yeah. Because I think that he's so like preoccupied with just fighting the fight that I think he'd be like, "Money, give this to somebody else." You know? Oh, what so would he, I do with this? See, I see him being. Um, see, I, I, you know, considering the number of times we've seen Snake dropped into a situation and being able to make something out of nothing, I feel like he was. I feel like he's very frugal minded. Yeah, um, but, but then again, maybe having money would then, you know, like I've, I've seen, I think ima- it would make him uncomfortable. I've seen the amounts of money that I have spent on my base in Metal Gear Solid five. And so actually I can confirm that he's horrible with saving money. <laughs> that's, that's, confirmed. he's more of a resource management kind of guy. That's true. That's true. He gets it, but then yeah. he spends it right away. <laughs> Who um, would be bad with money. Um, I can tell you all my characters in Diablo three are terrible with money when it comes to gems. I can blow through 6 million gold in minutes. <laughs> Uh, John is tingle good or bad with money. I don't care. <laughs> you know, he'll be really good with money. Hmm. Wall Street Kid. Wall Street Kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a NES game after him. That is some dinosaur shit, man. You're, um, you're digging it back up. Depending on who we're talking about, he also could be very bad with money. <laughs> if yeah, he's well, from Wall Street, true, he was in the eighties. He was fine. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so so the, there's some answers on that. Uh, uh, Sombra continues, if you could transfer the current lottery winnings into the currency of the game of your choice, what would it be for and how would it affect your game? Um, so I'm going to say, um, just to make it easier on ourselves, because we're running long on the tooth right now, um, the game we're currently, one of, one of the games we mentioned on this episode that we are currently playing, inject $105 billion of currency into that game. I'm sorry, $1.5 billion of currency into that game. Um, and uh, how would it affect your gameplay? Um, uh, in my case, Metal Gear Solid Five, uh, I would immediately spend it all on base development. <laughs> You'd have a, a pretty bitch in base. <laughs> yes, yes, I would. Um, Jacuzzi, and I probably sauna. would have. I probably would develop every single item that there is. Nice, because um, because why not? Um, John, wh- what game are you currently playing, and how would? Uh, I mean, Metal Gear, but I I kind of feel like I think my answer last week was. Um, I would apply it to something that would actually help me get ahead in a game like an MMO, like World of Warcraft. Um, because the currency in a single-player game, it's not really going to help you that much just to unlock items. Yeah. Either that or like Grand Theft Auto Online, so you could just buy a bunch of stuff to use oh, to have fun. Have there the, you go. You could be a rap star. That's it. Grand right. Theft Auto Five or like a, you know World of Warcraft, maybe. 
Or Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. Goat, how would 1.5 billion schmeckles help you in Pocket Mortys? I'd have all of the Mortys. <laughs> <laughs> all. Maybe in triplicate. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, yep. Did you have another be, answer ready? Or, or? Uh, no, that would be one. And then Diablo 3, uh, it would be very, um, just it'd be great yeah. to have money. <laughs> <laughs> Money's hard to come by in Diablo? Uh, no, it's like, the, like I said, the gems. Um, mm. I've learned that you can burn through a couple mil. Um, when you get to the higher tier gems, when it's okay. three hundred thousand a piece, Songbird, I'd kind of like to know what your answer to that question is. You know, yeah. what are you playing that you could, you know, you the answer yeah. your own question in that regard. I'd be I, curious. I, I'd to like know. to predict that she says uh, rings and Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally, Songbird asks, uh, let's say we were changing the images of our money and replace them with video game characters. Who who would be on what biller coin? We had figured this all out last week, yeah, so yeah. we're going to try and remember this. Um, so it was the one, Snake the five, was, the ten, yeah. we just the did 20, the standard bills. Yeah, we did fifty and hundred. Yep. Mario was the hundred. Uh, yes, Mario was the hundred. Um, ah, shoot. So was Snake was like a twenty. Um, Kratos was like the five or the ten. 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 I think. Uh, Master Chief was the I think then the five. Yeah. Who was on the one? Was it was it Link? Might have been Link on the one. I yeah. think it was Link on the one. Link on the one. Um. I think we had put somebody on the two just because it was funny. Duke yeah. Nukem. Duke, Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem was on the two. two. Um, uh, uh, Master Chief was on the five. Kratos was on the ten. Mm. Uh, Snake was on the twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Who was on the fifty? I have no. <sighs> Who did we put on the Drake? 20? Was it Drake? It was. Yes. It was named yeah, Drake. Drake, That's Drake right. was on the fifty, and then Mario was on the hundred. There we there go. go. There you go. Yay, so, memory. <laughs> yeah. That would have been um, a lot better last week. Yes. Portions um, of the show have been a tremendous deja vu, by the way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't imagine why. Um, so thank you very much, Songbird, and everybody else for your social yes, media responses. Um, so uh, once again, the only thing that we're going to plug this week, because it is by far the most exciting thing in all of our collective lineups, is the fact that this show is brought to you by Anime Apocalypse, which we are appearing at and recording at, um, which is also, I forgot to mention this at the top of the show, it is going to be also our honorary three-year anniversary show uh technically it's a couple weeks early but we can't imagine a better uh more opportune time to be able to celebrate with our fans and a bunch of people that we know are going to be there already and so we're just gonna you know we're just gonna celebrate a little bit early and um and uh i i if you have a problem with that i i don't care um so um, <laughs> save it for two weeks and then email us yes and we'll, we'll cover it then perfect um so this this coming saturday uh january 23rd in the uh the sierra room i I believe it is um it's sienna is it sienna yeah it was the color that's right in the sienna room um at uh, 9 p.m uh, which uh yes well here's open um which uh, should be following before uh, after too long the the saturday vs for villains performance yeah. um so go watch the villains come on then come hang out with us at gamerhead radio and then after that um you can go to the 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 concert that'll be happening the rave or whatever it is that's going on that night or at the anime bar which was probably where, where i will be yes that's um, probably where we yes and um, yeah, it's going to be a gamerhead villains. I mean, at this point, the might, might as well just call it villain con. I mean, you guys are playing twice. Nick's running sound for the whole damn con. It's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're we're providing audio. My brother's doing yeah. all the audio for the convention yep. for the weekend. Is on top of so he's going to be during sound check for villains. He's going to be running back and forth from the stage <laughs> to the board to tweet. Isn't that a guy? He doesn't have a guy. He is the guy. But yeah, but but yeah, they they have they don't have a staff helping him. Probably. I mean, I'm sure somebody there will be his his gopher. But oh, good lord, yeah. Poor Nick. Yeah. Um. So yeah, at the very least, come and come and 
be around to catch Nick if he falls over uh, from exhaustion. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so between Friday and Saturday, um, there's just going to be so much great stuff. Uh, not to mention this, the the content that's villains and gamerhead centric, but just everything else that's going on. Yeah, it's going to be great. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a smaller con, but that's it, that just means more intimate and you know more personal, and it's going to be, um, you know, I, I think that's going to be just fine. Yeah. Um, so um, tickets are currently available online, and if you use the code ROADSHOW with zeros instead of zeros, so R-0-A-D-S-H-0-W, you get $5 off your order. So if you're buying multiple tickets, do it in multiple orders so that you can get the $5 off each one. And so um, with that $5 off of a weekend badge, currently that would run you $25 plus, I'm sure, fees and taxes and whatever, which is a bargain, if I don't say so myself. Yeah. Um, it is well over 24 hours of entertainment, people. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's it, nice. it, it, a dollar an hour, yes. people. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, that's going to be a really, really, really good time. Um, but please, 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 um, if you have been waiting for some opportune time to come up to to hang out with Gamerhead to see us record a live show, if you've heard our previous live shows and think they sound like a fun time, I promise you that they are. Um, you ask some of the people that have been there. Yep. It is, uh, you know, you might think that a, you know, that that uh, watching a podcast live might not be the most entertaining thing in the world. Uh, it is, as a matter of fact, the most entertaining thing it in the world. It is pretty um, goddamn yeah. jolly. Yes. And yes. this one's going to be special, too, because it's uncensored. That's true. Yes. Uh, yes. The the live shows that we've done before have all been in family friendly environments, give or take. And uh, this one is not. This nope. one is a, a it's not a, it's not an 18 and over entry, but um, we well are not required to censor well. ourselves. So prepare to be flattened by the dick train live. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Um, and, well, and our uh, cosplays out of the bag. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we will be doing everything. We, we will be recording it on video and hopefully also streaming live on yeah. Twitch as well. But uh, not to say that you should consider that as, as a substitute for coming out and seeing it in person. Um, but if you, whatever reason, can't make it, if you're out of the area or just whatever, you will hopefully have be able to watch it live or at the very least watch it later. Um, and, and we will be periscoping the rest of the con as well. So. Yeah. Yes. All weekend, just yes. keep up with us. Yep. Give, yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. Thank you. Go for mentioning that. I should have said that. Um, uh, in addition to, of course, Gamerhead doing our episode there, we also covering it as press. And so when you see the uh, bearded weirdo walking around talking into a phone on a selfie stick, that's me. Yeah, that's um, right. And I'm on Periscope, and you should come over and say hi because I'm talking to the internet. Um, but yes, it's uh, it's going to be a good time. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I've, I've been I've been testing various microphones recently. Um, I posted one of the videos of my microphone tests where I lost my mind for a few minutes there. Yes. Don't really know what happened. And that um, is my new mic test. Looked. <laughs> I'm bringing that to the professional world. <laughs> like a drunk with Alzheimer's in that video. Oh, uh, yeah. You look like you were turbo crazy. Man. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> it was so Quality good. entertainment. We may have to port that over to the Game Red page. Um, well, I mean, it's it's on my Twitter and on my Facebook <laughs> and it's on my YouTube, so it's it's easy to find if you want to find it. Um, but uh, but yeah, so uh, please come out and hang out with yes. us this coming weekend. Um, uh, both villains and Gamerhead, respectively. Um, yeah, it's going to be a really good time. With all that being said, if you've liked what you heard, you can find us at GamerHeadRadio.com, at Facebook.com backslash GamerHeadRadio, at Google.com backslash plus GamerHeadRadio, and on Twitter at GamerHeadRadio, where I am at T-E-K Charlie, Goat is at Sir Ghostworth, and John is at the Fallon Flynn. Email us at editors at GamerHeadRadio.com, or leave us a message at 94926Gamer. Um, download the official GamerHead Radio app on Google Play, or subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, Twitch, or with your podcast downloader of choice, and also now on SoundCloud. Um... Uh, once again thank you very much for listening Uh, we'll see you live next week at Anime Apocalypse once again thank you Anime Apocalypse for your sponsorship of this episode this has been Gamerhead Radio 
And ladies and gentlemen, our first panel, we're fucking hammered. <laughs> yeah. You make funny voices with your mouth hole. <laughs> Welcome to Drunkle Head Potato. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Brack. Welcome to Drunkle Head Potato. 